Hello once again, and welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. My name is Chet Czar, and I am your host. This is episode 102, I believe, and I'm excited to interview an old friend of mine named Tommy Lee Wetner, who is an incredible artist and a really incredible tattooer. But we will get to that momentarily. Uh, as you know, I'm still kind of getting the hang of doing this podcast by myself since Mike left. So um, I'm trying some new things, which I will start with today. And one of those new things is answering questions. Excuse me. Well, I just had some Coke. Um, answering questions that were asked on our new Dark Art Society Instagram page that is run by Brian Kilgore, and he's doing a really amazing job of it. And we, we're, we're gaining followers very quickly and gaining uh, subscribers to the Patreon as well. I think we've got, let's see, one new subscribers. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen new subscribers this week. It's incredible. So all that stuff's going well, and uh, we're um, Brian and I are trying to just figure out how to run this Instagram account and make it interesting, and you know, make it really add to the show experience, the podcast experience. And one of the things we we uh, Brian tried was asking, um, soliciting questions from people on Instagram. So we're still figuring out the best way to do that. Um, I'm not, you know, maybe setting up an email for people to ask questions or maybe in, in a comments thread. I don't know. I'm not sure in the stories. I, I'm not sure how he, he even solicited these questions, but I do have a few questions that I could answer before we start the show or before we start the interview. But first, let me read out the names of the new subscribers because you know how I am and you know how I tend to forget. And um, it's very important. People supporting the podcast is we couldn't do it without you guys and women, guys and gals support. Um, okay, so I'm going to read them off now. New subscribers to the Patreon. And don't forget, you can, you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash darkartsociety. Okay, here we go. Shane Darkart. Thank you, Shane. Shane's a really good painter. He's also got a Patreon profile on here. That's my dog in the other room. Um, Ryan Case. Thank you, Ryan. Another good painter. Uh, Thomas Sunstrand. And forgive me for mispronouncing your name. Later in the episode, during the interview with Tommy, you asked a question, and I think I pronounced your name Tomas because of the way it's spelled. Okay, Michael Fudge, which is a great artist name. I love it, I think it's a great name, Michael Fudge. Thank you so much for supporting. Dan Kalana, thank you, Dan. Elvin Armando, thank you, Elvin. 
Timothy Groshong. Thanks so much. Gavin Eveland or Evelyn. In any case, thank you, Gavin. Thank you to Leopard Moth. Thank you to Eric Messenger. Uh, thank you to Jen Life Lightfoot, who also has a Patreon account, which is great. Aaron Schwart. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a deleted pledge. Uh, uh, and Carl Ingram is another great painter. So thank you all for supporting. Um, and sorry to sorry about the deleted one. I understand people have to, you know, you, not everyone can afford to support every month. It's totally cool. You just everyone does what they can. And um, <clears throat> I, I thank you for whatever support you can do. And even if that support is just spreading the word and liking and commenting about the podcast on the various platforms, uh, you can get to the various platforms uh, on our new temporary website, darkartsociety.com. Anyway, let me answer these questions, and then we will get on to the Tommy Lee Wentner interview, which was a really great interview. It was really good. It was we haven't we hadn't spoken in years, and um, Tommy's a very candid guy. So we got into a lot of personal things, and uh, it was nice catching up with him, as well as talking philosophy and stuff. So, okay, here we go with the questions. At Orig Twig, O-R-I-G-T-W-Y-G, do you find art to be a form of therapy or just a way to spin your energy positively or both? I definitely find it to be a form of therapy uh, and a way to spin my energy positively. But ultimately, I'm painting because I love to paint. That's really the, the primary reason I paint is because it's fun and because I like that game. It's kind of like a puzzle game to me, figuring out how to do a cool painting. And uh, anything that comes, anything beyond that is kind of icing on the cake, really. The fact that it's therapeutic and the fact that I can make a living doing it, all of these things are, you know, icing on the cake. And the, the main reason I do it is just because I love the process of painting. Um, okay, at Armando, which I'm guessing is maybe Elvin Armando, I'm not 100% sure, who's a new subscriber, but at Armando, tips on how to loosen up in painting. I will give you the advice that Gabe Leonard, who's a great painter, friend of mine, gives. When I, I've asked him that before, and I've heard other people ask him, and he always gives the same answer. Use bigger brushes. Use I've, I've been told or read in some maybe uh, art books that you should use a brush that is bigger than you think you need. And that keeps you looser. Because if you're using a smaller brush with that's capable of doing more detail, then you're going to have a tendency to paint more detail. I would like to add to that, keep, and, and this goes especially for, I know a lot of tattoo artists listen to this show. This will um, apply especially to tattoo artists. 
keep an arm's length if you can when you're painting rather than um, getting your eyeballs right up against your painting that will uh, promote focusing on detail too early um, if you keep an arm's distance uh, that will it's good to that's why this is why it's good to stand while you paint even though i'm guilty of this and i don't don't do it as often as i should i do it sometimes but not too often but the better way to paint really is standing up because you can step back from the painting and you really shouldn't be painting unless you're doing something specific or you're going photo real and really getting into detail like crazy it's always good to have a bird's eye view of the painting just you know step back from the painting in between strokes like when i paint standing up it's almost like i'm fencing you know with a sword um i take a step forward and i paint and then i step back and and look at the painting because you're going to get a better overall view of the painting and if you're too close to it while you're painting you tend to get fixated on small areas and this like i said this applies especially to tattoo artists because um you guys and gals uh, have to go up close to it because usually it's you know you're the the nature of the tattoo machine is not you know a big wide brush it's lines and detail work and you have to get up close and usually they're not huge although that's not always the case but a lot of times the tattoos are small so you're getting way up close with it so bigger brushes try and keep an arm's length from the canvas and, and try and step back from it. That will keep you, or that will help you to loosen up, I think. And also another thing, now that I think about it, if, if you practice and uh, practice with studies and give yourself a time limit, like try speed painting, like I'm gonna spend 30 minutes on this or I'm gonna spend an hour only, that will, uh, kind of force you to paint fast. I know that when I started teaching seminars, I got a lot better at painting loose because I had to figure out how to distill my technique into, you know, a three or four hour class. And normally, you know, it takes me a few days or a couple weeks to do a painting. So because I was forced to do it, I, I really um, became accustomed to painting looser and that helped a lot. Okay, and then the last one is from At Eyeball Soup. Do you ever feel like you rush yourself when you start getting to the end of a piece? And I was thinking about that, and I don't think I do. I don't think I rush at the end of a piece. Honestly, my problem is kind of the opposite because I'm so into the process itself rather than the finished painting, I tend to savor it too much sometimes because I'm enjoying it so much. I might be painting on it for too long when I should stop. And I do that because I just, I'm enjoying it so much and it's part of a, a, a discipline I need to work on, I suppose, cutting myself off before I overpaint it because that can lead to not painting, you know, not loosening up enough and creating a stiff painting, maybe with too much detail everywhere and losing your focus on your 
primary area that you want your detail, maybe. I don't know. Um, but I don't think I've ever had that problem. But I will think about that the next time I'm painting. And if that changes, I will answer it again. All right, so that was our new feature. Depending on how many questions we get, uh, the next time we pose that opportunity, then, uh, you know, maybe I'll do it every episode, every episode if you guys like it. And uh, or maybe we can get enough questions to where it's a whole podcast of me answering questions by myself. That might be kind of boring or weird, but it might be good. I don't know. Like I said, I'm trying new things. We're trying new things. Really kind of um, since the podcast really seems to be moving forward uh, in the last couple of months, it's really seemed to kicked it kicked into another gear. So, you know, so I'm getting other other things are in the work, the, the, the Instagram, the website. Uh, I've got I'm getting the uh, Patreon T-shirt, Dark Art Society T-shirt finally in the works for real um and i'm getting a pin done for patreon subscribers dark art society official member pin so things are happening and uh i'm glad uh, glad you all are liking the show and i guess that's it so let's get into the interview with Tommy Lee Wintner. Like I said, it was a great interview. I had a lot of fun. It, it's long. It's like two over two hours. And um, these podcasts seem to be getting longer and longer. So I think that's good. They seem to be getting better and better too. So I just kind of go with it. And we just feel it out and try and do it organically and naturally. So I... We talk a lot, a lot about a lot of different topics on, on this episode. It's, it was kind of all over the place, but really great and really fun. Never a dull moment either. So hope you enjoy this interview with Tommy Lee Wentner, episode 102. Enjoy the show. What's up? Hey there, Chad. All good. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You look good. Fucking I'm so happy. To, I'm so happy to see you and hear your voice again. And and uh, yeah, it was uh, too long. Yeah, yeah. I, I just pick up pick up on your your energy immediately. I forgot how much fun we had. And uh, it was in crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Paradise. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, when we met, like instantly, it just worked. Yeah, right, right, right. It just uh, worked. Yeah. What do you remember? What year that was? I, I came out and I, you it looked like 2009 or 2008. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it was like, yeah, not yeah, something like that. It was like. Yeah, but it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I came out and stayed at your place, and we um, did the Dortmund tattoo convention. Yeah, yeah. When I when I when I organized like this monster row, and I like right. oh, I had and you were painting. That's and right. I was painting, and then I, I uh, helped work on that tattoo you were doing. <laughs> Remember you that? You gave like uh, the, the the workshop in my studio that time. Oh, that's right. See, it's all coming back to me. Awesome. Yeah, that was a great trip. Next door. What's that? <laughs> Lots of beer next oh door. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like the when I was first introduced to how uh, Germans drink, yeah. drink beer. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it, until you put the uh, coaster on the top of your glass, they keep refilling it constantly. Yeah. It's <laughs> when it comes again. <laughs> it was great beer, though. <laughs> and you know the other thing, the the other funny 
story I talk about, I tell people about is going to a McDonald's, going to that, remember that we went, we got drunk and went yeah. to the McDonald's and how much different I got a filet of fish sandwich because I eat fish once in a while. And, uh, it was so different. It tasted so much better. It tasted like a real, real fish. And yeah, then, and then you pressed fish like in the states. Yeah, it's totally like real. it's a it's a Philly quality fish sandwich. And you were like, you know, oh, this is the way it is out here. It's they have, everything has to be grown, you know, fit within a fifty mile radius, and you know, it's yeah, like, they have this policy here. Yeah, they do that. Like uh, organic, the meat is real, the beef is real. It's like all real stuff. Right. Yeah, I can um, I can believe difference. it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a germ- it's still it's still junk food and not good for you. But yeah, but compared to <laughs> the states, <Holy> McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, there's no comparison. It's like Germany or Europe. I'm sure does uh, McDonald's way better than America does it. Yeah, I don't know. It's what? all right when you're drunk and you want to eat yeah. something quick. Fine. <laughs> yes, that was a, that was a, that was a. Good well, one. I'm so excited, man! I'm really honored to be on this podcast, man. Oh yeah, well, I'm uh, such a huge fan. I mean, aside from us being friends, I'm. I'm such a huge fan of your uh, tattoo work as well as your just your 2D artwork. You're amazing. I mean, you're a very talented artist. Um, Thanks, brother. Yeah. Ghost yeah. Boat, you know that. You know how Starstruck I was in, in, uh, in Paradise? <laughs> no. I was like, oh, no. uh, 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 hi, Chad. Um, <laughs> and like, I like your art. <laughs> I, I just have such a hard time believing that it's hilarious but uh, no, it was, like, i was starstruck it was like ooh, oh fuck Jack Sauer, really that's what he looks like can i touch him <laughs> you're like that's it <laughs> that guy no it was all right then you put your hair on my head that's right we took that picture I because put it my... was bald that time yeah <laughs> well um, Damn, i don't find the photo anymore maybe you have it somewhere uh yeah i posted it on my some social Facebook, right? Yeah, it's on somewhere. Yeah, that's that's a classic. I'll find it. I'll love the one. <laughs> that would be, uh, yeah, that'll be a good. That I should find that and post it in the Patreon. Also, you know, that's a great, yeah, a great picture. That was our spiritual bonding. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we did talk a lot about spiritual things at the time. I remember. Yeah, I yeah. was talking spiritual, and you were talking more like rational from the rational atheist standpoint. Remember that? Yeah, man. I- not really like I was atheistic, uh, but I dropped that hardcore atheism now. Oh, you know, right, right. The problem is like I was a Satanist for a while, which is just an atheist with a lot of show around it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, all, all this, I was never like part of a satanic church mm-hmm. or like uh, like uh, organized because right. the problem is it helped me a lot. I mean, I love, I love this uh, Church of Satan and stuff. It helped me a lot. It helped me to 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 get. Uh, just to be true to myself and like to learn, like you know, I I don't have to fit in everywhere. Right. It was right. That, yeah. But yeah. the problem later on is I'm also like interested in the occult. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm certainly a little bit spiritual as well because, like, a lot of things we just don't know yet. Oh yeah. We can't yeah. prove it yet. Like most things are maybe just future science. Right. And even if you talk just about that. Satanists will laugh about you and all the hardcore atheists as well. For me, this is too much right now. Right. I'm an atheist, yes, but not really totally. Yeah. Also, not like hard to say what I am. Right, right. I'm, yeah, um, I love the occult, which right. just means hidden. Right, nothing, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you know make, making making gold or like transmutating gold, they did it in Japan, just with like high-powered but particle accelerators. Right. So it is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing... The thing about uh, I, I looked into Satanism for a while because I wanted to see what the hell was up with it. 
Um, it's and just show with atheists with a, with like showmanship. Yeah, That's yeah. It. But you know what? But the thing is, there was I could never. There was one thing that was kind of a big thing for me that I could never get past to fully embrace it, which was um, the whole revenge angle. Like it's like instead of turning the other cheek, there's like those there's the the, the precepts that Anton Levy wrote, and one of them is uh, if. If someone, instead of turning the other cheek, then you like hit them back, basically. Is, you give back the same exact thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just, that's not me. I'm not into that. I'm like, I'm a, in that way, I'm totally Christian. I'm like a forgive. I'm like, treat others the way you're supposed, you, you want to be treated. That's the bottom line for me. I'm not into, I don't think revenge is good on any level, really. That's just, but so that's, that's, that's kind of my thing. But I think. I think that that what you just said is like what I think in uh, I know what you're talking about, but uh, in uh, Satanism, this is just, Satanism takes a lot of like like from from like just materialistic right. science atheism, and I think it's just to say like okay, action consequence. Right, that's right. the only thing. Just put in different words. You right, know? yeah, yeah. But I'm also the guy like yeah. If you like do something to me, I don't do the same thing back to you. I mean, I do ten times worse to you. Right. Not just kidding, but. <laughs> no, but I, I know I know what you mean. You yeah, know, I'm I just like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm too forgiving, too good. Right. Like, there are a lot of things in that which are just you know, like yeah, just don't. Actually, most of the things is just like don't be an asshole. Do what you want, but don't be an asshole. Right. And enjoy yeah. life. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. It's actually if you if you take out a lot of the specifics, there are. Um, at least what I you know <clears throat> I read about it on the Satanic Church website. And um, uh, uh, like the official one, I know there's like little offshoots yeah. and stuff, and no, yeah, and yeah. The, and they and they did seem to at least what I was reading, it did seem to like they believed in energies and directing energies and stuff. So it was kind of like sort of paganish in a way, like slightly. Lavey's um, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. I should look it up Weird. right now. But it was like it was kind of like. Uh, God, I forget what it, there was a period where I was researching it and it was kind of like, you know, aside from the whole revenge angle and the whole um, self-indulgent thing, that was the other thing. It's like, you know, that's, that could easily lead down a bad path, just doing whatever the fuck you want at all, especially for people with addiction issues and stuff. It's, you know, it's kind of like, yes. so anyway, yeah. I mean, it's like. Mm. I, I kind of I understand the spirit of it, and and uh, and but the other thing that I could never get past as well is it's really it's a Christian, it's based on Christianity. the The whole yeah, idea of Satan is a mockery. It is like right. a, a spook, right. Christianity, right? But it's That's still, but it's still taking its its cues from Christianity, and it's like in that sense, it's it's almost an extension of Christianity in a way. And I'm like. You know, why not just be individualistic? Why do you need a religion to do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, but it's, it's, uh, anyway. It's, 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 yeah, it's like any other thing. It was just like an opposition to something. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, we are atheists, we are atheists, but we don't get hurt. So let's do that and, uh, make a big show. I mean, Anton LaVey, he was like a huge showman. Yeah. 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 He oh, was, yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, I haven't heard from you in a while. I know you've been going through, you've been through some shit lately yeah. and you're, but you're doing well now. Yeah. It's, it's all slowly, slowly 
going uphill again. Yeah. You know, just like you know, uh, I can't really talk about it because of my wife. And uh, but uh, I went through a lot, and I just had to go away for one, two years to to find myself again mm-hmm. and like to to work out my issues. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, everything was very dark, suicidal thoughts, everything was there. Like, it was really, really bad. Uh, but slowly, like, I'm picking up again, and uh, it's looking good. It's you, looking good. You, you, I got you, a lot of things out of it, actually. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, is um, did did you come out of it a better person, do you think? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. But the thing is, I was, I was a pretty okay person before. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. And then uh, after everything happened, I became really an asshole for a short, short while. I wanted oh. to like, okay, okay, that's that's how life is. That's how it is. Um, okay, I want to be an asshole. Right. It worked for two days. Right. It's just not me. Yeah, right. Then I, just, then I just went into depression. I didn't want to tattoo no more. I couldn't tattoo no more, you know. It was like, not, not that I wasn't able to do art, but it was like, it was just not myself. It was not really like a 90% or 95%, it was like around 50%. I just couldn't, it, it was so dark. Okay, normally you say you can use art to to get rid of your bad feelings or your good feelings, but when it's too bad, too dark, you just cannot get out of this hole. Right. And I didn't want it to too because I need, I mean, I really, I needed the money actually. I would have had appointments. The problem is um, I didn't want to do art on skin. When I'm no, I cannot make it to at least ninety percent. Oh, I see. Yeah, you didn't want to half-ass it on skin. No, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely. That makes people sense. told me it's stupid because I, I went into a lot of trouble, a lot of debt now, like uh, IRS and all that shit. They all after me, mm. uh, sadly. But that's how it is. Right. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't. You know. And yeah, now I came yeah. back like late last year. And now to the beginning of this year, I just like, I got this push of positivity uh-huh. and took all these bad things, put them into like a little box, stirred it around a little uh-huh. and all this good shit came out of it. Right you know? Put everything into my art again. And I saw like uh, a big step I made in these two years where it didn't really work. Still like my art got better in these two years. I didn't do nothing just from the experiences I had. This was really fascinating. Wow. That was weird. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on my way back, and uh, I'm enjoying art again. Oh, good. I'm slowly start painting again. Mm-hmm. You know, drawing again. I want to do like a, a like a sketchbook or like with 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 creature design and stuff. You know, my passion. You're right. And uh, yeah, I have a few plans, and uh, step by step, slowly. It's a long way, but uh, always like a little goal from little goal to the next little goal, and you know, steadily up. Yeah. And comes something that knocks it down a little. Yeah, you gotta get keep going. Better, you know, but it's getting better. Uh, the positivity is far more than the negativity right now in my life. Excellent. So, yeah, you seem you seem good. You seem you seem good. You seem good. You yeah, look, you I seem good. good. You look good. I like your forehead. And I see you right now, so I'm excited. <laughs> Normally, I'm super miserable, sitting in a dark room, crying, cutting myself. No. Oh no, but it was, it was really nice this year. Everything like, you asked me for the podcast. A lot of conventions invited me. Uh, people for wanted me for projects and books and shit like that. So I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm a, 2019 I'm, looks great. Yes, I'm feel, so I feel far. good about it too. I feel I feel yeah. great about this year too. Uh, and I and you know I've I'm got I've got my own 
things I'm working through that aren't emotional, but just, you know, heavy duty schedule stuff and trying to get my shit organized, my life together. But I still feel really positive about this year. Even you do a lot. You did a lot. Yeah. You did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always <laughs> I'm trying to remedy that. So um, I, I want to know, uh, and I'm sure the audience wants to know, just kind of your background, like when when you started creating art, you know, the typical question we always ask artists on yeah. this show, how you got started, how'd you get, when did you start getting into monsters and dark stuff? And, you know, how, how, how your, your, uh, your life kind of played into what you became. Yeah. Uh, funny enough is it's like, uh, the start of my love for monsters and all that shit, it started pretty much like you, like very, very early. Mm-hmm. Like when I could draw, like when I started right. to like a little bit creative, it got, uh, I was always like kind of in a weird direction, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like yeah. it was abstract. They said, no, no, it was like fucking monsters, creepy faces. Everything was kind of always messed up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think it was like my, my family, it wasn't easy. You know, it's like it wasn't, I grew up in an awesome family. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with my grandparents. Um, but, uh, you know, my mother was like a drug addict and all that stuff. She didn't live with us, but I knew all that. Right. Kind of. That's still. Found out. Yeah, that's it still going to. I found out. So mess I had a good you. life, but I, I dealt with it also, I think, in my way with these drawings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was always like that. And it, art class in school was horrible. Oh, really? Pretty much failed every year. <laughs> Because the art teacher didn't like what I do because I didn't want to do what they told me to do. I just did my shit. Right. It was horrible. But then, like, I also won, like, a lot of competitions for, for kids, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like art competitions and stuff. So the, the, the head of the school always said, like, oh, we cannot, like, fuck, let him fail over art. Right. He's in the papers in our town and stuff. Oh, wow. Not, <laughs> but, like, the, the art teacher was really, like, he was, like, kind of a nerdy hippie, you know? Uh-huh. Like, really weird. That's like cool. not a good kind of people, like really weird. Uh-huh. And a creep. I don't oh, know. Oh, really? <laughs> it was very so like, no, but like you, you, you draw what I tell you. And like, that's how it oh, is. I that's see. art and everything yeah. else is not. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Right. <laughs> pretty, pretty early <laughs> on. Um, and uh, yeah, when I got older, like I was a lot into rockabilly, rock and roll, blues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got yeah. into this community very young, was like 12, 13, 14. And I was drawing, and there was a two. Of course, everybody's tattooed and stuff. Which way? Then, like, the, the music, <laughs> the music community is where you. Yeah, got, the, got, like the rockabilly, rockabilly community. That, that oh, time. that got you into tattooing. Yeah, yeah, oh, rock, interesting. Rock. Yeah, and uh, at one point they said, like, "Hey, you're drawing all that. Can you can like design tattoos for me or something? You know, like I want to get tattooed. Can you design something for me?" And I was drawing for people, you know, just for fun. Mm-hmm. That was when I was like around fifteen. Mm-hmm. So it was like 90, 91. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, people said, hey, why don't you start tattooing by yourself? And then I had friends, they tattooed, and I started tattooing. And uh, pretty much since 93, I'm tattooing now. Wow. But really got intensely into tattooing 1999, like until now, like in one stretch. Wow. Before I I'm a musician. I was a drummer. Playing yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, I was yeah. going to mention you're a great drummer. I saw you. Yeah, playing. and I was like doing music for a living as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was always like I did art, I did tattooing, I did music, but I mixed it all up. Right. But then came the point. Then came the point. Like, okay, I have to make a decision here. I love music. Right. But I, I love the creative side, the art, like the painting, the tattooing, way more. Right. It was a 
painful decision, but I had to make it because I knew it's the only way that I, that I can get good. Right. <clears throat> I'm doing. So I did that. And uh, I'm mean, still playing drums, but just, you know. For fun? For fun. Yeah. You know, sessions and stuff. And I always like, I always like did a lot of like old school rockabilly stuff, tattooing uh, and also my drawings. But I got always like this kind of like creepy style in there too. Okay. And then. Uh, I'd be you know, curious to see your rockabilly kind of tattoos because that's a lot different than what you're doing now. I don't know if I have anything of that still. Really? <laughs> I would have to ask around and ask friends. Like, Just curious. Like old photos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That would be actually fun, yeah. I'm always trying to find old stuff of, me, of, my, of my stuff uh, because it's very interesting to see, you know, the steps, the right, evolution. Right, parts. right, absolutely. But I was always into creepy shit, into horror movies and all that stuff, so it always got the turn. It got always a little bit darker, even it was nice to do, always a little bit darker. And then uh, in 2003... I met my wife in Taiwan at the mm -hmm. convention. Then I stayed in Taiwan and uh, for a few years. And uh, then in like 2005, 2006, you know, I was always on the on the community board, online board of Paul Booth, Last Rise to Two Theater. Uh -huh. So I was always like there and blah, blah, blah. And then one day I just said like, come over, guest to two. And I was like, what the fuck? Paul, Paul wants me there. Wow. All booze was my last ride. So I'm like, holy fucking shit, I'm freaking out. <laughs> and then and to me, we went to New York. Then uh -huh. I was there for a while. Uh -huh. and, uh, and We had Paul career, on the show. We, we my, had, yeah, he, Paul he's awesome. on the show. Paul yeah, is he, awesome. is, he is awesome. He is awesome. And then my career just took off. It was like weird. It went also fast. It was never planned. Yeah. It yeah. was like, I met this person and that person. Always like that artist. Like people I saw that will never meet in my life because they're like unreachable for me. I just met them. They're there. They're musicians that... You know, you, of course, also, uh, like, it always, and I never really planned on this. Yeah. But I kind of, I kind of saw opportunities, and, uh, yeah, you luckily my wife kicked my ass to make decisions, because right. I'm a little fucker, <laughs> and work hard, because right. that's the secret also, you have to work hard, yeah. and a lot of people forget it. Yeah, yeah. I was so lazy so long. You know, I have like this one tear tattooed in my, uh, under my eye, which normally like prisoners, like murderers have that for right. like, oh, I killed someone, one tear for that person. Right. For me, it's like the tear for lost time. Huh. I could have been much further with 16, 17 already. Really? But I was such a lazy motherfucker <laughs> with no responsibility. I was like, yeah, I'm drawing here in my fucking room. Maybe somebody comes to the window, walk, uh, like <laughs> looks into there and like, oh, yeah, he's awesome. Let's come. I give you one million dollars or something. Right. That was like my mindset. That was like this, 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 this like fucking drama queen right. in my living room. <laughs> Ridiculous. When I think about it now, I can't even I can't even believe I was that person. Right. It's so weird when I think back. I can't even relate to the person anymore. I mean, it's important I was that. Right. Because that's why I'm now me. Right. But it's so weird this disconnect over fucking twenty years, well, twenty five years. Kid, you're a kid too, and kids are pretty. Stupid. Yeah, I was a kid a long time, man. Yeah. <laughs> Until I was thirty. Until I was thirty, I was good, but I didn't do shit. Right. You know, I was like, no, you don't. I just always like. Did as much so to come by, you know, like, mm. oh, yeah, right. Here, a little bit money there. Oh, yeah. I mooch myself through over there and a little bit parasitic over there. And, <laughs> oh, nice. You know, that was my life. Like, fuck it. I want to live. I want to have fun. Right. But then I just, you know, I, then I just started like, no, I mean, like, I really love this shit and I want to do it. And then I really started to work hard. Yeah. Blood, sweat and tears, frustration, depression, self-doubt uh and i guess you you went through the same thing as well oh, when yeah. you work hard yeah 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 
Because, like, you know, you go, like, two steps up and somebody pushes you down the stairs and, like, fuck, I, I'm, I'm useless. I'm worthless. Right. I cannot do anything right. Right. And slowly I just found my way. I found, found like, okay, that's good. Oh, people like that. And I like that. So there's no, there's no, no trade-off, really. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, trade-off. It's, like, really awesome. Something I like, people like. Oh, it's a, a perfect, like, symbiosis you know, of absolutely Wonderful. yeah it's and amazing start, okay i wanted to do just this and i want to just paint this no matter if it kills me or not i had to take that risk right. and it worked out it worked out how long yeah what's that period how long is that period you're talking to where you were like that is like uh, uh 2004 until 2000 yeah until we like short before we met really like when went to went to uh last rides in 2006 Okay. Yeah, because you were the. By the uh, time well, I met you, you were like the shit. You you were like, from what was, I, yeah, I had a, you were, you were the. It went fast. You it were the man. <laughs> it was it was crazy. It was so weird. <clears throat> wow. And it was so humbling because I couldn't really deal with all that. You know, mm. you you you. Oh oh, you told me you told me Lee Wentner. Oh wow and uh, and uh, thank you so much and 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 you inspired me to do that and that. I'm like, what the hell? You know, when I'm getting up in the right. morning looking. At like that dude <laughs> people don't really? people that you know people don't realize having had you know from my perspective having had this certain level of fame i guess you would call it facebook famous is what i call it but to a certain demographic but the point i was going to make is that you know i remember not being in that position and wanting that you know, everybody, I think everybody wants to be recognized for what they do. And then, of course. and then when you get there, you're like, I feel exactly the same. I feel like I'm, I'm fooling everybody. Like I'm the, still the same person, but people are treating me <laughs> yeah. different. And it's weird. It's really, it kind of fucks with your head a little bit, you know? Absolutely. Especially in the beginning, because you're right. like, okay, I got all this recognition now. I'm like, whoa, even too much. The only thing that changes, you have more stress. Right. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel the same. It's like nice, and you get like all these emails and stuff. Like it's good for your ego, right. you know. And you know something good. It is good to have a good ego, you know. Like yeah, like it's just bit, definitely. Oh, a, it's nice to be here, right? You know, right. it's good because it pushes you. Too yeah. much can make you crazy, or some people, you know, you always have the one person who's like, "Oh, like fuck, I'm I'm the king now." Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I never had that really. I was like more. I was overwhelmed, but I felt the same. Right. Like before. Yeah. And that was really weird. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really weird. And then when I met a lot of other famous people, like really famous people, mm -hmm. like like uh, like actors and shit. Right. It's the same. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. But for them, for them, it's even worse. Right. Right. Because they cannot have a normal life. Right. But they feel normal. Yeah. And then they get crazy. Right. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually, you know, if you think about it, if if. If it paid as well, <laughs> being like an artist, a tattoo artist, and having that level, the, the level of fame that you have is like preferable to being an actor in that way, like a really, yes. really famous person. Cause, cause you, yes. you, it changes. You can't, you know, I know people, nobody recognizes me when I go out every one, once every couple of years, maybe someone will recognize me in my town or something where I'm at. But it's not yeah. like, you know, I'm not like paparazzi or anything following me. And it's like, that would be a nightmare. 
you know? Yeah, it's weird. With me, like, people recognize me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not much where I go right now. They didn't even know who I am. Like, I have my one, my, my, my most favorite bar right now is, like, called Red Rum. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little old school heavy metal bar. Oh, cool. Nobody knew me there. Right. It was all. <laughs> I made friends there, and then with time, like the fucking Google and shit, and like the what? Who, who, like, yeah, no, I'm me. I'm just Tommy. Right. I fucking get you here and uh, headbang. That's yeah. it. And have go have they some McDonald's. They have beautiful friends now. They're really beautiful friends now. I mean, as, as I said before, I, I have that. I have really good money. But the point is, as a dark artist and as a tattoo artist, I am famous, because, but I am who I am, and I do whatever the fuck I want, because I never changed, I never changed my act. Right, same here, yeah, yeah. I speak my mind. Yeah. I don't care for your feelings, I care about facts. If I fuck up, of course I will apologize if I really fuck up, but mm-hmm. normally it's like, hey, come on, we can have different opinions, or I can like say whatever I want, and I don't get in trouble. Right. There's no take me too for me. Right. You know? Fuck that. Or like, <laughs> me yeah and you wanted it fuck you that's how i can talk that's what i have right. so i have like kind of a fame i have the money but i'm free to do whatever i want and that's what i love about this right yeah yeah it's great it's wonderful it's great it's 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 a great position to be in i just um yeah the, the, the getting the money up a little bit more would be perfect <laughs> then everything would be absolutely Oh, you perfect. Go, you'll be going there, my friend. I, I, I'm, I'm always <laughs> striving. On, I'm always <laughs> striving. <laughs> You're the best, man. Oh, thank you. So, okay, so, um, what, what do you, you've seen? You've been in the kind of the dark art world since the beginning, really, because it, it's only you know taken off in a. I, I think the dark, the whole dark art world has taken off. Because of the tattoo community, a big part of why dark art has has become um, more relevant is from the tattoo industry. Because you know, the, the, I think yeah. Because because you know, once I started getting, I've said this before on the podcast, but once I started going and doing the tattoo conventions, it was like you know, my my artwork was like kind of it wasn't at all like people weren't shocked. They loved it. They just loved it. They thought it was yeah. great. But whereas when I was showing in galleries, the showing the same stuff in like the pop surrealism scene, it was always like yeah. totally on the fringe of it. And people were like, what? You know, it wasn't hard to get into shows and stuff. And it's like in the tattoo community, I was completely embraced. And they, and they have way more extreme tastes for dark art in the tattoo industry. You know, I'm more like I'm like the I'm like the middle of the road dark artist for the tattoo community in a way, as far as. Yes. You know what I'm you saying? Are. I'm not like. Well, I'm not like on the edge of like insane, crazy, dismembered, you know, like death metal album covers and stuff like that, you know? So that's the point. Some people don't understand what dark art actually means. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, I mean, horror. It doesn't mean like physical horror necessarily. Yeah. It can, but it doesn't have, but it doesn't necessarily have to. No, it's more expressing something people are uncomfortable Mm -hmm. facing. Yeah. Right. Everybody's really familiar with, and we are pretty much, we are, we are very similar with that, with our monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. We have like these creatures and they're like uncanny human-y sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're never really aggressive. Right. They have kind of a little bit of sadness yeah, yeah. in their eyes, but with this horrible surroundings, like deformed surroundings, and there's like a lot of people see themselves and they don't like that. Right, but yeah. That, 
that's great. You should. You should. You should see that. You should feel that way. Right. You know, it's not good to hide all the time. You know, oh, like, yeah. oh, everything's good. Everything's good. No, not everything's good. Right. Life is fucked up. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes it's easier and better to just face it. And we, I think, as stark artists, no matter in painting or tattooing, we bring this, uh, you know, we put this in front of you and watch and just feel. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's yeah. what it was. That's what dark art is. Yeah, yeah. Too yeah, that, dark. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically what, what I was leading into is, you know, you've seen this, <clears throat> as I have, you've seen this co community grow and the art form become more accepted, which is great. And um, yeah, I, I was going to ask what your thoughts about dark art are now in the world. It's like, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like it's... Uh, we, as much as we're, I know in my case, I'm just, I'm doing it because it's super fun and I love it. And that's the main reason. And then everything else is like, kind of like icing on the, icing on the cake. But yes. I think it, it, it gives people an opportunity to, I've said this before as well, uh, to safely confront things they're afraid of, yes. you know, in a way that's not actually dangerous and it's also um, kind of invokes contemplation about mortality and things that we all have to face every day, really. You yes. Know? And it's important and, for that reason. Absolutely. It's kind of, for me personally, like dark art is therapy. Like for, the, for me as an artist. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Very therapeutic. Yeah. You know, in like a deep way because it's like it doesn't, you know, lock anything away. It just brutally like oh yeah that's fucked up but that's how i feel and then i put it there and it right. stares back at me and then i remember oh i felt not i felt like that and that when i did that and it looks at me so right. okay I'll let you in no more right right oh, oh deal with you now yeah you know give it a face yeah <laughs> and what you uh, wanted what you wanted to say before uh, before we like trail off uh you said you know dark art like got more like established mm -hmm. in mainstream a mm -hmm. bit Together with the tattoo industry, and I think uh, the reason is that both uh, were a subculture for That's a long, true. long time. That's true. For a long time. That's true. And then the industry, tattoo industry, really like got up there, and a lot of dark artists went with it. Right. Same with, and then it got distributed more widely because a lot of mainstream people liked tattooing as well. So like there was like this kind of this overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm I'm all, I'm so grateful for the tattoo community. Like the whole dark art community should be really grateful to the tattoo community because they embrace you. Yeah, yeah. If you're like not an asshole, yeah, exactly. they embrace you. I know. That's that's one of the things I, I um, noticed right away as well from the the when I started doing the tattoo shows is how. Um, how great everybody was. I mean, the people I was meeting, it was like nobody, I didn't have any visible tattoos. I only got like a couple tiny ones on me, but nobody gave a shit. They don't care if you have a tattoo or not. They no. don't care. It's like, as long, they just care that, you know, they're like outsiders. They're like us. They're, yeah. they, they just care that you're, it's, you know, a decent person and appreciate the work, you know, have respect yeah. for the work. And, and uh, you came into also when it was like kind of still old school, like a lot of old school people around that was like old traditional thinking when it comes to tattooing. And uh, the only thing, and for me, it's the same. It's like you're always welcome, you know, right. you're welcome, come in. There's all kinds your, of different people. Art. Yeah, yeah. Just don't fuck with us. Don't use us for gain. Right. You know, like come in and like take that and then bye. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things, everything else is always fine. Like this, the only few rules... It's yeah. all good. It was very, it was like a very, very accepting p 
people is what I felt oh, like. Oh, I remember. I remember. This is funny. Right now, I remember uh, like very early on when you did like your little booth and painted and stuff. Mm -hmm. was like in, I saw your first time actually in Florida, in Miami. It was a hotel convention. Are you sure? You had like, uh, yeah, that was like the foyer. Like, and oh, no, that wasn't Miami. That was uh, uh, New Jersey. It was Asbury Park. Oh, it Miami, Florida. No, it was New Jersey. I've never been. I've never done a tattoo show in Florida. Sure, I think so. Sure, Miami, the one in Miami. You were outside. You were painting outside in the foyer, and inside was the tattooing. It was an hotel. It wasn't at the. It wasn't at the old. Uh, the at Asbury Park. Uh, that old, like really old. No, it was like a super modern hotel. Dude, oh, you no, you're, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> I was, totally forgot. Really nice. <laughs> You're like, right. Outside I with the river, the canal I, next to the hotel, and dude, like somebody I, built. I haven't. I I have that is that has not been in my brain probably since it happened. <laughs> I just thought about it right now because it was thinking of, you were talking about like That's when you crazy. came into this. It was pretty early on when you came into yeah, this. Yeah, it was probably after I did that Asbury Park show, which was the first time um, John Lane. That was before. That was before the Paradise. Right. It was like, a, yeah, the paradise must have been later. Right. Because yeah. or the thing was 2008. Right. I think. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, so, like 2009. So, what do you, or maybe, yeah. What do you remember? Because I don't remember anything from it. No, it was, it was like, you, 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 you just, you just like were out, out there painting. Like, out there, there was like somebody that like they built like this sand, sand sculpture. Oh, yeah. Side. I do remember that. And you had like this this booth outside with all your paintings. You were live painting. Right, there. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you went to, through doors in like the Congress Hall, and there was like all the two artists. Right, right. Like the bar also and the rooms on top. It was just like, oh, it was really nice. Right, right. That's so funny. That's where I saw you the first time. I was like, oh, but I never, I didn't dare to come to you. <laughs> I was like so nervous, dude. I was, I was probably, I'm sure I was so nervous just being there. You, you, you were just no. You were there. You were like, you did your thing. You're painting like serious face, like mm, but always nice. But like, oh, yeah, no, it's Chet's are. I can't. And then That's when hilarious. we met in paradise, in the paradise, oh, it's funny, man. And the paradise thing, it was like okay, like there was no choice. I had to confront you because we had all beer. It was like fucking. Oh yeah, that's uh, where we did the hair thing with the picture with the hair. That was at paradise, yeah. right? That was pretty fast after. I mean, I had a few beers already, right? And stuff because <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever, Jed, I like your art. Hey, pleasure meeting you. Yeah, that was great. That was super fun. And then fun. we said, uh, we talked so much that night. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And like super personal stuff as well. Yeah. Both of us. It yeah, was weird. Yeah, we definitely connected immediately. Yeah, you told me. Also everything, like, that's why I remember. It's like, that evening you also told me the story about your DMT trip and the number five. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that evening, like, and we just went everywhere. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, I, uh, you know, one thing about you, the, the, one of the reasons I, I immediately took to you, aside from your, our personalities or your personality, I just found you to be a great person. But um, Thanks, bro. Your, your, your tattooing style, you know, I was, people were trying to show me how to tattoo and and I almost did it for a while, like seriously pursued it. But I just, I, I eventually yeah. uh, decided that I didn't have the time to take away from my, from earning a living. I was also 
complete, so satisfied. I'm so satisfied painting that, yes. that I didn't want to take away time from that and spend a couple of years. You know, I, I've said this before. It's kind of a long explanation. But anyway, I decided that I wasn't going to pursue it at, at this point. But your t- tattooing style was the one that f- where tattooing finally made sense to me. Like, oh, if I was going to tattoo, that's how I would do it. Because I had other people like showing me stencils and outlining things first. And I'm like, that's just, that's so different than what I do normally. But your style to where you're going on freehanding uh, with markers and then like freehanding with the, 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 uh, the, the rotary um, machine yeah. and everything, every, everything about the way you tattooed was like, Oh, I get it. I I could do this. I mean, I could probably learn this. It made sense to me. And um uh so I, I think your 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 technique is kind of unusual now or or, or they're, they're, like back then maybe even more. There's so. similar people which do similar things like that. Um the <clears> only <throat> thing what I did uh is like unknowingly I did my tattoos in a painterly fashion, like right. oil painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Like, uh, and then when you you told me about tattooing and like, oh yeah, with the lines and all that stuff, and then I saw you how yeah, you, you were, paint, how you built up a painting. <laughs> it made sense to me why you saw yeah. it that way. Yeah, you were you were telling you were like you're like no 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 that's not the way you should be tattooing. When I told you what I had learned, you're like no that's not the way. This is how you should be doing it. I was like oh yeah, this to- makes perfect sense now. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's important, like all that lines, all like the basic things you have to in, in every craft, you oh, know, yeah. you have to, of course, basics, of course, you need to know them, you need to know how to do them. And then you can start like right. developing your own thing. Right, right, right. What you did as well, like you paint very, very uh, unusual, you know, like your how you build up paintings and mm. it's very um, um, organic. Right. It's very it makes sense to me. There was the same thing. Oil painting never made sense to me. I didn't get my head around it. It was for me like, holy fuck, acrylics were okay, you know, dry right. fast. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there are like mediums for drying fast right. oil, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then back then they were not really good. Uh, like I love the Cobras, you know, the water, the water-based mm-hmm. uh, oils. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. really good. Right, right. This thing, but when you showed me like uh, that time, when you showed me, okay, that's how it works, bam, bam, bam. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it clicked. Right. You can like really, you you're really good in explaining as well. Oh, you know good. Yeah. how to do it. It was really simple. Like you, your color wheel is the best. Oh yeah, yeah. Just basic. Your, 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 your uh, David Star color wheel. Right. <laughs> it's perfect. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, Everything yeah. else uses me. Right. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. these color wheels, and then you have like, and there's like three overlap color wheels, and then and I'm like, fuck, I know. Fuck, no. I, I, I'm still. I, I'm. I'm that way too. When it comes to those really elaborate color wheels, I'm like, I'm sticking to the very basics. That works fine for me. But we have to say, like, we're really lucky with the stuff we do with our style. Like, we get around with a lot of things as well. Oh, you know, absolutely. With our schemes. Yeah. You know, yeah. we can, we can cheat a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, if you do fucking super realism, it's like, nah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But the things we do, like, yeah, we do realistic stuff. But we have a lot of freedom, and we can cheat a lot and exaggerate a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I, because I, wa- oh, I, I wanted to know, uh, how did you come up of, with that technique? Were you taught that technique, or did you kind of develop no. that on your own? I, it came, it came by itself. It was that's uh, pretty amazing. Because I never really learned tattooing. You know, I had people that helped me along. Oh, you didn't do the I, whole uh, apprenticeship what? thing? No, I didn't. No, 
I was lucky. Right. I was just always lucky. You were a that was a problem. <laughs> that was a problem. I never had to. I never had to work hard. So it, that's why it took so long to get like you know get a little together. recognition. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, it was. It just came by itself. I think it came from. I, I took it pretty much from my drawing. What I did before, like with markers and you know drawing and like acrylics, like. It just kind of swapped over and I tried just things out and they worked and it didn't work. Then I had to find a way to work around some problems. Right. You know, I don't, you know, I don't really uh, want to tell people they shouldn't do like apprenticeship. I think an apprenticeship is very important because it teaches you a lot about, you know, uh, being responsible, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Being, being, being loyal. You know, right, yeah. working hard. That's what I missed out, you know, right. and all the basics because often you learn a lot of things wrong. Right. And then it's hard to get them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I imagine yeah. A, 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 an apprenticeship with someone who's really interested in you and wants to see you succeed and is really good at what they do would be kind of the ultimate thing for anyone wanting to learn. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But it's really hard. It's really, really hard. Oh, it's so hard. It's, it's <laughs> Tattooing really hard. is hard. I was, I was really lucky. You know, yeah. that's the thing. I was really, again, I was really lucky. I have to say I was super lucky. Yeah. And, but today I'm really hard because I know I was a fucking idiot. And so when people want to be like, you know, when I, when people want to get mentored by me, you know, over a longer time, I'll, I'll be super hard. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like that motherfucker I never wanted to work for. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm a super asshole, but I'm really hard. But I also, I will, I will give you, you know, I, I, I will say, yeah, well done as, as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did good, you know. But I always want to be like pretty, pretty hard, mm-hmm. in this, especially in the beginning, to see, do you really want to do this? Absolutely. Do you really want to do right, this? Right, right, right. How much? Yeah, it kind of weeds, it weeds out the, the people that aren't serious. Yes. You know? Yeah. Didn't always work with me because I'm too still too fucking nice, but <laughs> like that's why like I have one person I'm super proud of. This is Mark. Mark Weatherhead, you you met him. Oh yeah, he's great. You know, like he's like not working with me no more, like because of the whole thing. Right. And, uh but and he's now with with uh, at a reincarnation tattoo in Cologne. Uh-huh. But I know it already. He was with me from the beginning in the small studio, then the big studio. And he uh, yeah, uh, I remember spread his wings and uh left, you know, and and, and I was super happy. We're still like super friends. I'm super yeah. proud of him. And like he was, he's like my success story right. in that department, you know? Yeah. But it's just one out of many. Right. But it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I would still do it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Just for that one thing, you know? Like yeah, right. everything. Because always like, I think like sometimes people think, oh, I should have been not that nice. Or I should have done different and that, that, that. Yeah, you get disappointed a lot, you know? Right. But you learn from that's you, part you of get, life, though. You're gonna get disappointed. You get stabbed no in the what. back yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But you shouldn't become an asshole because of that. Right. You know, I think when you when you take everything so to your heart, I mean, you can be upset and disappointed, of course, and angry. Right. You should be, or right. something's not wrong. With, right. Uh, exactly. Something's not right with you. Uh, but I think if you close yourself up because you were disappointed you probably missed the opportunity to meet really, really wonderful people that enrich your life. Right. That was always my thought. Even right. I got hurt super bad. And like, no, I will not judge the next person on the acts of the previous person. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. So everybody I meet will always have like a certain, like a base respect from me. Right. You can build up on that. 
Or you can fuck up. <laughs> you fuck up once, I'm like, all right, you fucked up, but come on. Right. I give you one more time. Right. You fuck up twice, two out. Two strikes. That's, that's where now. Two you know, strikes, I'm you're like, out. I, yeah. I cannot just, I cannot just, I, I don't have the time. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You right. can be a beer after that, but I will not invest serious time in you if you're not contributing something to to my life or to your right, to right. your you know it just doesn't make any sense why should i like fake fake uh go after something or oh yeah that will work no it doesn't make any sense it's not good for anybody right sounds harsh uh but i figured out it, it just works well yeah you know and you can say that nice as well I'm never yeah. being. I'm not an asshole about it. Right. But I want to. I also don't want to lie to you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 how it is. You fuck up. Okay, one more chance. You fuck up again. Sorry, you're not. We're not made for each other. Right. I will still say hello. I will still have a beer with you and have life with you. Right. But when it comes to tattooing and to art, no. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just a no, a no nonsense approach, and and it's uh, yeah. I can't deal with shit no more. Yeah. It's, I'm 43 now too, you know, it's yeah, like, uh, yeah. it comes with age for sure. <laughs> Wait till you get to yeah, 50. Yeah. <laughs> I become the person I hated as a young kid. Seriously. Oh, I know. I become this dad. Yeah. Like, oh, tell me about like it. Fucking, <laughs> get off my lawn, dude. You know, mm -hmm. that's what I become. It's weird. It is fun. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Dead, like, yeah. This is my fucking opinion. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You. Yeah. It gets, uh, that's I'm 43. The what do you want? <laughs> That's the one thing that uh, the, one of the few things I enjoy about getting older is just the, you know, not giving, not giving a shit about things that don't matter. Yeah. You know, yes. it's easier yes. to let that stuff go now. And yeah, you know, it's kind of a relief to, yeah. be, able, just to be able to let yeah, that don't go. Don't be outraged about everything. Right. What the fuck? You know? Right. It's like really, really, really fun. You know, Bill Burr? Yeah. Yeah. The comedian? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He's great. It's like he said, uh, it's like, it's really, really funny that when you think back, it's like, our generation, when we were young, mm -hmm. you and me, uh, we were the wild kids, mm -hmm. the rebels, like, oh, these kids these days, blah, blah, they're too tricks, they're oh, crazy. Yeah. And these days, kids are fucking boring. Uh -huh. <laughs> Look at them. Fucking take some drugs, get crazy, fuck around a little. What the fuck? Yeah, they're all right. like, they're like grandparents now. Yeah. We still well, like the, the, college and like, yeah, the everything's horrible. The, pen, like, the pendulum swings. That's for sure. Yeah. we. I was just talking weird. about that it's with, weird. with somebody on one of the podcasts, one of the, one of the, maybe with Brom on the Brom podcast. Um, just about how, you know, I had no supervision when I was a kid, man. I had no, like I could, I was like climbing, yeah. climbing on the roof when I was eight or nine years old, running around on the roof of my house and jumping off and just like go riding my bike five or six miles across town, yes. you know, it's, it's yeah. like doing, setting up jumps on, on our bikes and it's just fucking like, was insane. like building no helmets I, work. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. I got, yes. I got pictures of me jumping when I was like 10 years old, jumping on a jump with no shirt, wearing shorts and no shoes, no helmet. <laughs> it's so funny. It's it just, was kind of carefree. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was crazy and stupid, but a lot of people did that. And what I found that you had always like a gang of friends. Uh -huh, and if right. something would have happened, you have your people around. Oh, yeah. Even you don't fucking cell phone or anything. That was the weird thing, you know? Yeah, you had yeah. to learn your lessons. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Your parents can't just teach you that much, but you also have to like 
in your age group socially you have just to figure out your stuff you know your, your order your right, ranking order right 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 I also think like all this like you know all these things now in europe the same it's not just the state the states are pretty extreme right now but it starts in europe as well like a schoolyard there should be bullies there should be nerds there should be clowns and they should interact that's how life works right you yeah. figure out where you are you know bullying mm -hmm. is not nice of course yeah i know but you're gonna have but to deal with them when you're an important. adult man you're it's gonna... very important these these young people these days they get thrown into the real world they come out of a fucking bubble of nonsense, get thrown into the real... How do, how won't they survive? Right. How will they be functional? Except they go to Silicon Valley. Right. Into, into the next bu bubble, you know? But come on, just, you know, boys will be boys. You cannot say that no more because we, I don't know why. But right. boys will be boys, girls will be girls. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's... thing. I mean, it's... It, it's I, I, kind of, I, I kind of feel like things are going to always they're always going to be the same in a certain way so whereas yeah. whereas they're not you know younger generations might not be getting you know they might be wearing helmets and knee pads when they skateboard and stuff. which is good actually. yeah yeah it is actually it's smart yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm lucky I, i'm lucky i didn't i could have gotten oh i could have gotten killed so many times oh me too dude i had accidents fuck i'm 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 so I'm I'm surprised I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did some stupid. Oh my god! Like I think of some of the things I did, and it was <laughs> I was not like a partier, but I was like kind of a risk taker. Like I would, no, and we lived on the um on the coast. So I mean, I remember one time when I was probably twelve, climbing down the side of a cliff. That if I would have fallen off, it was straight up and down, and it was if I would have fallen off, absolutely I would have been dead. There's no way. I, I I did something similar. It was also like in the like where I live in Austria. Like we didn't really have mountains there. It's lower mm -hmm. Austria, but we have really nice woods. And there was like also this weird cliff and stuff, like with a little sim, you know, sims where like could walk and like without any with my friends, like nobody around anywhere. We drove there with our bikes. There were at least I don't know how much feet it would be like around 40, 40 right. to fifty feet yeah. down rocks down there. Yeah. Without anything, you know, and like I nearly slipped. I remember that. Uh, yeah, and same here. I don't think it's, it's like we. But on the other hand, I'm so happy I had all these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy, but it was like kids do that shit. Yeah, I know. Good I know. for you, because these things is like ooh, this brush with reality, but you because you don't have a concept of death. Right. Yet, when you're that young, you don't have really a con. You know what death is, but you right. don't understand the concept of death or mortality. Right. You know, yeah. and I think it's also, I, I think, I think when you talk with some other dark artists and ask them how they were when they were young, I think you hear similar stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, because it's always, it's always about exploring the fringes mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's weird. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities. That's one thing that I'm trying to do with the podcast in a way is, um, I mean, I keep saying, I've said it to a few guests, like I, I want to. I want a psychologist, some, a professional to do some kind of profile on this scene and that would and, be awesome. And why we are the way we are because the thing it's it's so unusual. I still think this the dark art community is so unusual in in the way that the uh, the vast majority of the people involved are very kind, really nice people, animal lovers. Hey people. What's that? Happy people. Yeah, happy people. Exactly. Because yeah, exactly. Most people think we're like super depressed. Yeah, we, we are depressed. But that's why we do that. 
Right, right. And, and well, it's it's just but interesting. mostly you ha- I love life. Right, right. Yeah, life loving kind of people yeah. and and people that want to help one another and it's like yes. and and it's 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 weird. It's unusual and so I think I just wish someone some someday someone will do some kind of study because I know there are there are um uh, a lot of similarities that I'm that I'm finding with the people that I interview like uh, uh but that's probably similar with a lot of people which is you know there's usually um, some kind of n- not ideal family situation growing up or, yeah. or trauma of some sort. Um, and, uh, and the, and uh, another common thread is that people, uh, people that artists that dealt with it through kind of withdrawing and going into a fantasy world and using their artwork as a way to cope yeah. with, with, uh, scary or painful situations. And it was absolutely that way for me. You know, as much yes. as I had the, my, you know, my child, I, I wouldn't trade my childhood. It's, it's amazing. But at the same time, yeah, at the Me same either. time, you know, I, I, I imagine um, my kids going through that and I would never uh, it just makes me cringe to think my kids being little and going through what I did as far as yeah. a lot of the tra- traumatic stuff and the scary. Yeah, but they know that, you know. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. You had this experience and you're open about this experience mm-hmm. as well. And right. to know how you feel and how you experienced life, and uh, you give you you pass it on to right. them. So yeah, they're yeah. Cool, and they're awesome. That should be like that. That's totally okay. Right. You know, and uh, there are other people which had a great, great childhood, but they had like they, they got the experience through their parents what they had, and these parents could really explain it or show them right. how it could be. Yeah. You know, that's also a possibility. You know, mm-hmm. but I, seriously, I was always like. Every everybody I meet, I mean, not just people which are like me, but a lot. There's rarely a really happy childhood, like super happy. I know. Like, oh yeah, that, that's the thing. It's it's fantasy. I think it's really a fantasy. I think it's, it's very rare. Exactly. I think fucked up families are normal. Yep. Fucked up uh, under quotations, you know. Like, oh yeah. It's the it's the it's the a, nor- a normal family is the um, exception for sure. Yeah, Most and no, ma- no matter where in the world, and I was in a lot of places in the world and mm-hmm. I lived in other places in the world. It's everywhere the same shit. Seriously, yeah. there's right. difference. We have cultural differences, yes, but uh, the basics are the same. It's basic human things. Yeah, everywhere the same. Yeah, everywhere the same. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe the only exceptions would be like. Uh, like really native tribes, you know. Right. Yeah, that's such a different uh, culture. It's so different. Or, yeah, you yeah. know, something like that. That's different. You right. Know? We're talking about like industrialized societies yes, of the world. Yes. They're, they're the all Western, they're basically the same problems, the same issues. That's why I think yeah. it's so important. As much as I, I'm like such a homebody and I don't like traveling anymore because I've traveled so much in my life and I'm a yeah, super too, home, homebody. But I think everybody should travel because it really changes your perspective on, yeah. on the other you know, on how you basically, you realize that everybody's the same, you know, everybody's the same. It's one thing what I learned from traveling, you know, like, and I, I just realized it a little bit later on, you know, because when people talk about, uh, uh, multiculturalism, uh, multiculturalism, oh, it's a hard word for me. Right. (laughs) Uh, you know, they always say like this, no, it doesn't work. This never worked and it never had worked. Uh Different ethnicities in one like country works wonderful. Having subcultures like in the, in the states, like you have like the New York, you have the Italians, the Russians, that they have just like the subculture. Uh-huh. But overall, if you ask them, they're Americans. 
right. over here, the German or Austrian or something. That works. But mixing cultures into one country never worked. Never in history. Well, in what way are you talking mixing cultures into one country? You know, like this, this, country. like this, uh, this, this, this. You have to accept another culture, even they're totally different and don't want to obey by our rules, really. What we think is okay. That's why there's so many problems these days, I think. I yeah. really think that. I, I see that too often. Yeah, I see. I keep hearing. Weird. I, I keep hearing that from a lot of people, especially people that are kind of like right leaning. And I'm, I'm like, I'm center left, you know. But right, I'm right. right now. I'm, everything right of Lenin is alt right. Right. <laughs> Seriously, dude. This is. I, I, I've been called a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, alt right, whatever. Because because the accent. No, because, <laughs> probably the, the art enemy. It's natural. It's very natural. No, it's just like. You know, people should have opinions and, you know, you can talk. You don't have to agree on everything. And, you know, I hate it. When I don't follow the narrative, I'm that and that. Why? Right. You know, I don't call for violence. I don't hate anybody, really. I just have opinions. And yeah. I see facts happening. And that makes me bad. Right. You know, a- this is like, but to be honest, I don't give a fuck. As I said, I'm getting old. I don't give a shit. Right. Nobody will, like, I don't have to, there won't be any hashtags for me, for sure not. And right. if there are, I'm like, nice, I put it fucking on the front page. You know? No. I don't take easier. Yeah. Just take everything a little bit easier. Absolutely. And with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Of salt. I just, I mean, I don't know if it's because I live in L.A., but the, it's like, I don't see... I don't see a lot of cultures coming in and not wanting to. No, I know. I know. It's a know? European problem. Yeah. I mean, uh, people. I mean, people, people here. Europe is really bad. People say, and you know, a lot of people are complaining about it in the United States, but I just don't really see it. They like, in the United States, they shouldn't. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's it's. I, I mean, think it is really really fine, but I see the fear because they look at t- to Europe, and in Europe, it's really really bad. We have like really, really bad areas in Europe, you know, because of the immigration crisis and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's really bad, you know. It's like they're dangerous places, yeah. and uh, it's just too much. And people think they're like, "Sorry, uh, I'm I'm from this country, and I'm get fucked over, and everybody else gets handed over shit for nothing." You know, more as they actually need. And that's a big problem. It's a problem what politicians do over here. It's like the, the European Union is a failed project i promise you like england is going now they're going they're going for sure uh, greece will follow you know a yeah, few but england is happens england england is you know that's per- turning out to be a, a like most people seem to think like it's a it was a mistake no 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 they don't that's that's the that's the that's, that's the mass media no absolutely not it's like it was like a more than more than fifty percent wanted to go, and they really wanted to go. There was so much, oh uh, yeah, no, no. They yeah, just but I thought there was it. a lot of kind of uh, I don't know. They don't, what they don't they don't lose nothing. Great Britain is a is a, is a world power. Mm-hmm. They have like they don't need Europe would never ever stop trading with them or anything, you know, because it doesn't make sense. Great Britain has the United States, they have China, they have India, they have everything. They don't need the European Union for that. Right. Well, you know, they want to make, they want to, I don't, but I don't want to even go there, but they want to put fear into people, you know? And actually, what I want to start to talk about this a little bit about this, like PC culture and all this stuff, is like, 
I'm a little bit afraid if it also soon starts to affect our neck of the woods. Right. If we paint something, you know, we just talked about that's Brahm and I just Brahm and I just talked about that. He oh, was, bro, he oh, was okay. He was saying Sorry, the, I didn't hear the podcast yet. I have to. Yeah, it's like the two podcasts ago. He was saying kind of the same yeah. thing, you know. And there's, I, I definitely, what? I feel like I, I feel, I feel it, and um, like I feel like you have to. It's like I feel like I have to think more about what I'm putting out, you know. That's and, the, but but but. But 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 wait wait wait. Yeah, at, I wait. I at wait. the same at the same time there is uh it's like there's a trade-off because there are other things that have been um needing to happen for a long time now. You know, like with yeah. with you know, the me too movement and stuff. Yeah. It's like it's that shit's been a long time coming and it's like yeah. it's definitely um going to be you know, it's like an equilibrium thing. Like I was saying earlier, yeah. it's like it swings. It might swing a little. Like right now, it seems to be swinging. Um, it is destroying itself right now a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's swinging. You know, fake expectations are bad. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But but Burps the real victims. I know, but but horrible. I know, but so is n- not acknowledging it and and treating women of like course. shit. So it's like. Have a have a have a few. I think, know. think about it. Look at the things that are happening. Look at the facts. Look at that. Make up your own mind. That's the thing. That's right. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't dump on it everything. I just, know? I just, I, I don't want to get too into the po- political thing because I don't want. Yeah, I don't either. want to, to, to bore. It's just people. a little bit important, I think, for <laughs> our thing also now. Right, right. Never- I, I, I mean, to to put it in a nutshell, I would say that I, you know, to to, uh, it, it's it's. It's a crazy time, and it's a huge shift in the way yes. um, in, in culture, and um, uh, so it's going to be uncomfortable. And there's and and yes. and there is going to be shit that happens because of it. But it's like I, I I I my whole attitude is embrace the chaos because there's nothing you can do about it anyway. You know, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good g- go with good it idea. and just ride the wave and it's going to be a trip and everything yes. is, you know, so it's like, and, and as you said, the, 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 what you talked about, the pendulum is really, really true. Just think back about the satanic panic. Oh yeah. 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 People. Or yeah. the red thread. The what? Back in the 50s. Oh, right. right. You know, yeah. it was the same thing. It was like, you know, this, like this wave of fucking insane things happening because satanic panic, now people talk about satanic panic again, right? Yeah, yeah. Right now, but now, now they realize it much faster that a lot of these things are just like pushed to the extreme in a short time. Right. So I mean, I'm still positive. A, I, I I believe in humanity. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do I too. Do. I do too. Absolutely. It, it, it's just that it's things are going so fast. That's that's why I can't get into, especially nowadays. I can't get into conspiracy theories because everything is happening too fast to control you know yes. it's it's <laughs> yes. everything is out of control and the only thing you can do is like just kind of go with it and don't freak out and don't hold on and don't grasp just do your thing and yes, try and ride the wave and, independent right right be an individual yep that's how easy it can be actually I mean, it's not really easy to be an individual, actually. Yeah, right. Uh, 
Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Just to be be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. You know, that's but the, it's hard because you know you get like from left and right and front center everywhere, back down up. You get like bombarded. Yeah, yeah. I to, I mean, I get shaken sometimes, and I'm I'm you know I'm human. Yeah, I I, I, I to a certain opinion I don't really have sometimes, and then oh wait, this isn't my opinion. Right. You just have to this this step back, look at yourself. Is it really me? Right. Is it really me talking right now? Is this really me thinking that right now? Right. Nah, it's not. Yeah. Go back. You know, Absolutely. you can change. Big secret. You can change as a human being. Yeah. Right. Always. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's important. It is. Don't be so egotistical. Just sometimes you're an asshole and just admit it. Yeah. You know, yourself to yourself. Admit it. Yeah. Oh, that, that, would, that, that would go uh, such a long way. To uh, especially on social media, I think part of the problem oh, with, yeah. with social media is that the platform is crazy right the, now. The, the barrier of uh, like common decency, the way you talk to people, is down. Whereas you would never say these things to a person's face in real life because no. there's this I like there's kind of a social contract. What I would say, yeah, there's like a social thing there that we've all been passed down, so we know how to, so we don't kill each other, and that's not yeah. there. That's not there on social media. And so it's like, it's a new thing. And so people are just basically, and you know, I'm guilty of it too. People are just being shitty towards one another, but, Me the, too, but, but everybody does it. Everybody's done it. And, but the thing is, if, if people would just, if people were willing to eat a little bit of shit when they're wrong, it, it would go a long way. You know, admit yeah. when you're wrong. That's it. Yeah. Everybody's wrong. Everybody gets things wrong. Everybody yes. makes mistakes. Yes, not, absolutely. It's, not, it's, it's like it's just that little thing. I think would make such a big difference. You know, I don't absolutely. need to be fucking right all the time. I agree with you, brother. You know, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Hey, but you know, as said, we we were young already. Now we we're the old guys. Shit. I kind of, I kind of sits back and watch the whole thing. Right? I, I feel the same way. I'm like, I feel like it's a spectator. Like, I watch that. I, I watch it, and uh, I still say what I want. I don't right. give a shit. You know, deplatform me. I don't care. Whatever. You know. Yeah. It's like. It just it goes away again. It will go away. Yeah. Then something else will come. Yeah. And we we will sit super old with our canes in the in the front garden, yell at young people, and it will be all be beautiful. Yep. <laughs> okay, back but, to art. Back to art. To bring it all, to bring it all back to to dark art again. Yes. I think that's the way why we think that way. Yeah. What we just talked about because we have this this other world where we like take out the things we want to cope with right, that's and true. put it, put it somewhere so we can look at it, mm -hmm. you know, see what's wrong or see when you have a wrong thing and you put it out and like, really, this is like kind of how I think right now, you know, this, we have this, right. You know, lots of people don't have, it's true. They have have, yeah, they have stress, they have normal jobs. And so, yeah, you, 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 you fast, fast, you get, sucked into a movement because you have like you don't have to think that much for yourself anymore uh um and we don't have to yeah we are very free people we are very lucky yeah we're very lucky in that way very privileged yeah i i think that i think that's the way like for for people that don't have an artistic um outlet because not you know yeah. not everybody has that you know really no. um i think like aggressive music serves yeah. that function heavy yes. metal and and punk and stuff it, it 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 it's it does it does what dark art does it's in a sense if you think about it 
both of those forms of music are are in the dark art realm. If you, could, I see the dark art realm as that broad. You know, um, it's stuff that is not everything's great and everything's happy. That's anything outside of that kind of yeah. view to me is can be kind of under that umbrella of dark art. Yeah. You know? I think so too. Yes. And so I think for a lot of people, it's, it's more accepted through music through, there's a lot of like, you know, st- stockbrokers that I'm sure like headbang on the weekend and get their aggression out that way. And, and, and so that's the, that is art serving its purpose and dark art serving its purpose. And so yeah. I think that part of the whole dark art visual thing that's happening, this kind of renaissance that's happening is because just art in general is becoming more accepted and more, uh, you know, people are going away from the the dumb stuff in museums that doesn't make, in, you know, blue chip galleries that doesn't make any sense. Yes. And, and realizing that art is for them as well, not just for these kind of intellectual elites who run the blue chip world that doesn't, you know, you know what I'm talking about, all the bullshit stuff. Yeah. That's the positive thing about social media and right. the internet. Yep, that's exactly. The that's the yeah. That's the, the older you get, like this, you can go viral quickly. Yep. Everybody can even you know you, everybody has a has a possibility to express themselves now. Right. You know. Yeah. And and people all over the world can see it. So this is the absolute plus side. So it's always like you know you you it's, know you have the shit and you have the good thing. It's exactly. But overall, <laughs> overall, the internet is amazing. Oh yeah, we, yeah. As human race, we just have to get used to it because it's just around for twenty years now. I know exactly. That's what that was the point I was making. It's like this is everything is everything is so we're new. Still apes. We're still fucking apes. Right. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Evolution is much slower, and this is also fast technologically. And things are going to get faster and faster much and faster better. and faster. Yes. So it's like. It's 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 insane. It's crazy. But it's, it's also very exciting. I oh mean, yeah, I'm old. it's a. I'm it's, super excited it's about the, it. It's like I would never, I wouldn't want to be alive in any other time than now. Yeah. Honestly, right, right now you you're in fucking LA. I'm sitting here like close to Bonn in Germany. Yeah, it's we amazing. Talk live, we can see each other. <laughs> it's know, incredible. Like, it's incredible. Internet connections. It's wonderful. Right, right. It's great. It is. It's amazing. We should all yeah. be uh, grateful for that, and that's what yes, I. Yes, we should. We that, should be grateful. Yes. Overall, yeah, especially for being. In a westernized world. Yep. You know, like being so lucky. Yeah. You know, what people complain about is like, oh my God, you know? Right. I mean, I I do that myself also. You <laughs> we know? all, everybody does. We are, okay. Oh, what the fuck? Why is that so expensive? <laughs> no, it's actually, you know, you don't even need that shit, but you want it. And so you complain. Right. Afford <laughs> it or whatever. It's part you of know? the human condition. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It should be like that. But yeah. I said, again, we have our art. And we can do whatever we want. We have our days. And, you know, people always say, like, oh, you can do whatever you want. Yes, it's wonderful. But it's also a lot. Often it's like it's a lot of responsibility because if we don't work, we don't have shit. Oh, yeah. There's a price to pay for that. It is a price. Freedom, for sure. I love to pay the price 10 times over. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's the Seriously. kind of. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like we're wired that way. That This kind of lifestyle suits us. You yeah, know, and we doesn't can do suit what everybody. We love and yeah. make money with it. Yeah, it's amazing. Was, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It is because I never say I go to work. I never said it. Right. Because it's work. It's not work. It's something. Oh, I go fucking draw on a human body and get money for it, and I love it. They love it. I'm happy. Right. And I get famous for that. 
sign me up, man. <laughs> like insane. You know? But again, you know, we talk about it now, it's fun. It's like now it's fun and everything. And even though like I got into this phase two years, like where I just hit rock bottom, but I'm going up quick again. So right. but again, the way to that, the way you have to go to 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 get to a certain level, not even being famous, but to support yourself and your loved ones mm-hmm. or people around you with what you love to do is fantastic. Oh, it's the, the even you, even you do just like even you just paint signs for shops or right whatever it doesn't matter. It's like or you, you know you can do you love something you yep. be creative and you make your money. It yep. is not it's not about, all about fame. And there was never it was never in my head really. I want to have recognition a little bit, but it was more local. You know, like right. people know my canal oh, is cool. And then it went global, kind of, but it was never planned. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it, happened. it happened. It's like an organic thing, you know, just things popped up, the possibility there, something there, and it just went from A to B to C and so on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, an I, intense, interesting journey. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not boring. I want to know oh. what I, <laughs> I want to know. Um, I want to know your, your artistic influences. Artistic influence. Yeah, I don't think I've, we've ever talked a lot about that. Like, uh, you know, what were your artists that really influenced you, and when you were f- forming your artistic identity, and like, like my dark. Okay, when I'm saying my artistic identity, I start to think about it really when I started going really to dark art. You know, okay. the 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 fringe things. Right. You know. Uh, but I would say I was always like, first of all, I was always a, a fan of horror movies. So, right. Old another, school stuff. Another common thread with the dark art. Yes. That, that kind of, I was always into that and science fiction as well and mm-hmm. fantasy. Yeah. Um, and Futurama. Futurama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you're a huge Futurama fan. I, I remember that you had the little Futurama. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. No, but all this stuff like really influenced me like all overall. And then uh, when I got really deep, deeply more into dark art, like then were all like, like the old school, you know, Giger, Pixinski, the classics, uh, huh? The classics, classics yeah, yeah, which were really, really old school dark artists, which there wasn't even a name for it. Right? Yeah, they were just surrealists. I think they were called. They were surreal. Or, I think they were surreal. Called surreal in that category. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and a lot of contemporaries, you know, I told you, you were, you were a big influence on me. I told you that, like, to get that out of the way, you uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> and Brom as well, funnily enough. Yeah, you know? oh, Brom, yeah, Brom's a big one a big for me. i of Brom for a long time. Like, all these things, uh, Fraseta, all, all this stuff, all these people, and also musicians, a lot of musicians like right. music, you know. Then, um, yeah, music's a huge uh, Tattooers, Paul Booth, Robert Hernandez were, they were big for me, Victor Portugal. I mean, they're all contemporary, all friends, they're all contemporaries, like, but they're so, like, most, the most influential people for me were actually people I know now. Oh, yeah? Funnily enough. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's, that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, I said, man, I loved your art and what you did, you know, like your, your way of designing things and your creatures. That influenced me for long, after we met, and hang, hung out. Oh, there was cool. like a, a lot of tattoos which were really, really excellent. Chetty, chet- <laughs> you know. It was just like it was just. It didn't even do it uh, consciously. It was right. just like it was like your your influence, uh, and that's wonderful to have the people that actually influenced you, that inspired you to do something, uh, to know them as well oh, and yeah. talk with them. 
loved it. It's kind of weird, but it's wonderful. Oh, that, that's one of the the greatest things, uh, you know. Aside from being able to do what you want and this and that that we were just talking about, one of the side benefits that I didn't think about when I was coming up was getting to meet these people and becoming friends with these people. It's amazing. It's, it's weird. To, to to be able to interview Brahm and speak to him like a peer, which still trips me out because I don't consider me on his level. I'm not on his level. He's amazing. He's on his own level, but just to be able to, yeah, yeah. To be able to, to talk to all these people that you have admired for so long. And the podcast for me has really been a, a a blessing in that way, but it's, it's so cool to finally get to be friends with these people. It's amazing. You know, it's insane. It's, it's like a, the same thing. Like I'm talking with you right now. Right. It's like, yeah, we know, we, I know we are friends, but in situations like that, it's like uh, Chad saw the artist I know for so long mm. uh, is talking to me. <laughs> it's like a weird mix. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's these moments that bring back to me like, oh yeah. Right. Th- that's what happened. Right. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, but I'm so thankful for that. Again, like all this, like I never thought I meet like you or other people, and like, and it just it it, it really happened. It wasn't that like oh I, I stalked you for two years and find out where you'll be, and then no, it just happened. Right. It's, that's you. It, it seems like we are all like fucking like concentrating in spots mm-hmm. everywhere, you know, right. like or just attracted to each other on a weird way. Yeah, that's what I, I want. This brings something else up because. Um, like, like, I don't know if we were talking about this before or during the podcast, because we talked a little bit before, but, uh, y- you know, you were, you were more atheistic before, right? Before, yeah. you know, back when we hung out. I was an atheist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were more open. Yeah, yeah. But you were more in the kind of materialist, uh, yes. uh, atheist camp. Do you, did you, did as you got older and especially maybe going through this big, you know, bad thing you went through with depression and stuff recently, um, do you feel more connected, a little more on the spiritual side of things now? Or did, did that change for you? The funny thing is I was like... Because you seem kind of like it to me, just like your energy seems a little more spiritual to me. Just I opened, No, I opened up again to that what I was before, long time oh, before. Oh, really? I was, yes, I was always, I was always skeptical. Mm-hmm. I never believed in any religion or anything since I was little. That was never my thing, you know? Right, right. But I was always like, I was open for things that we don't understand yet, you know, right. which also makes sense. And I was always into uh, uh, quantum physics and all that stuff, string theory. I, I'm very interested in all that. And more and more things come up, which were thought of being woo-woo, right. but they're not anymore. And I always was open for that possibility. And that we actually don't know that much yet. Oh, absolutely. You know? We don't know shit. <laughs> so I was like that. And then I kind of got into a more hardcore atheistic right. self. I was still open for things, but this took over. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, now I'm, I just saw it and I saw the movement right now. I mean, I love the, 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 the atheists and all, they're all awesome. You know, and all, and all oh, I know. Yeah, I, I appreciate that whole movement. But it's the- too, for me, it's, I mean, I still, I know they love life and they, they have right. wonder and everything. 
but for me, I just wanted to get this back what I had a long time ago, just like this, like keeping these possibilities open for me. I'm not saying that's true or that is that, but I, I like to discuss these things, think about these things and uh, be, be more open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah not I completely see. dismissive. Right. You know, I, I don't see. believe in a God. To believe in a God is for me impossible mm -hmm. because it's just a concept that doesn't work for me at all. Right. It just doesn't. It's, as a concept, it doesn't work for me, right. you know. But a lot of other things, there are possibilities and, and old stories that might be kind of true, or have a kernel of truth. Right. There are things that really brought us to a new understanding and got proof later on. Right. So this, I want to get back to this again. And I think uh, this traumatic experience, of course, I think uh, brought me back to that because I wanted to go back to a time where I really felt yourself completely okay yeah yeah you know right and right. was a bit of wonder right yeah yeah so that's i took that back for me that's and, it and that's kind of how we start you know as kids it's like you're kind of your truest self and, and you spend your and you, oh, yes. and you and you develop and change and you go through the different stages of life and i and i know that you know being middle-aged or i don't even know what old now i i no. <laughs> <laughs> i i i feel like we're trying to get back to who we were when we were kids in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of like but adult understanding, right? Yeah. That's kind of the ultimate is to have the, you know, the child, childlike sense of wonder and the adult understanding of the way the world works. Yes. You know? Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a trip. It's a trip. The thing about, you yeah, know, you're right. You're right. It's uh, <laughs> funny because I, you're the first one. I actually talk about it. Uh, about uh, about uh, about that and uh uh i want to po actually make a post next few days about my like um rejecting of hardcore atheism mm -hmm. because uh of the reasons i just told you and now we talk about it so it's always much better anyway. yeah yeah <laughs> i just uh, i i just like you know it's i never uh, because of the way i was raised i never had a problem with the the god word that just that word in, uh, evokes a lot of bullshit, you know. Yeah. And, but but having these kind of mystical experiences I've had myself, I the concept it's like I I you know I believe in God. It's just that I don't believe that God is what a lot of people think God is. Like I think there the is the capital G one. The what? You mean the capital G God? That's the bullshit God. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like that, God with a little G. Right, right. And it's like, and I, but but I can see, I can see how people who didn't know anything sensed that there was something else, that there was this overarching energy to all of reality, and and because that you know, think about it. They came up with, you know, like the Bible, they're coming up with this God, the King of Jesus, the King of Kings. This is a, a t at a time when kings were the ultimate thing. That's all they had they to were, equate it to. So, 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 so the, the old guy with the beard was the guy that was in charge of everything. Yeah. So that's the only concept they had to express this idea that there's something bigger. You yeah, know what I mean? So, so, so it's, uh, so it's, I could see how that makes sense for those people back then. And I think, because of you know absolutely every, everything that's happening now absolutely. we're we're getting yeah. we're getting a more as much as we're still a million miles away from maybe what that thing actually is we are yeah. we're closer to the true essence of it maybe in our perspective of it being like uh, you know something that we can't describe 
basically. I think like Star Wars got it pretty right. With yeah, the, the force. For, the force is basically. I think that kind of you know. George Lucas. Uh, I mean, th- there's so many things in Star Wars uh, which are like taken out of the Bible and a lot of myth and a yeah, lot of yeah, Joseph religions. Campbell and all that stuff. And he just made it a little bit more science fiction in that it makes kind of sense. This right. I like to think about it that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. About it being, not about it being uh, because I told you before I'm I, I'm really into uh, occultism. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like demons and all that stuff. Demons. Normally, demons are not really an entity or an intelligence. Right. Like a form, but they're not really an intelligence. You know. Right. They all of described that way. Like they 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 show up, but they don't really. They're not like something that communicates really with. Right. Them. They're lower than humans. Yeah, and they're you just know? like yeah, they're just and I often think so because I'm so into quantum quantum physics and, mm-hmm. and multi multidimensional physics. I think a lot of things that happen that we cannot really explain or measure because we're in a three three dimensional space is when like dimensions clash in pockets. Right. That theory that like just sometimes dimensions overlap in certain places. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, like for for example, it's like it's funny. Like in a Marvel universe uh, with uh, with Asgard and and, and uh, Midgard and all that, they're just different planes, and sometimes they cross. Right. You no, know? and you right. Can, these things, these things uh, kind of they make sense to me, and they're yeah. not out of scientists say this is very possible. I know the the, the more that science, you know, the smarter that science it's gets, the more going yeah, the more yeah. it starts pointing to basically um, a way that we can kind of. Uh, combine the two in a way. In a way, I mean, quantum physics is yeah. to me is very sp- spir- spiritual. It, it's totally, it totally it in line with the Eastern philosophy, especially. You know, it that's really what, is. That's what Einstein re- didn't really like it, even he came up with a lot of it. Einstein well, didn't really like quantum physics and quantum mechanics. Right? Yeah, he was. He he, he had like he was spir- uncomfortable with it. Yeah, he had. A, he knew that there was like a spiritual or quote unquote spiritual angle to all this stuff. You know. It's, it's, this is just, it's like, the thing is, there are no words for it. So everything we, every time you talk about it, you're going to be missing the mark because it's, it really is this thing beyond words, beyond human yes. expression. I think the closest thing that expresses it and it's still, it's not, doesn't fully express it is art and music and stuff. It's, you know, art yes. basically. Yeah. And thoughts. Right. Also, right. Thoughts. This is a thing. It's like a lot of people like always like, yeah, um, you cannot, you know, you cannot measure thoughts. You can't. Right. Not really. You cannot measure a thought. Yeah. A thought in my eyes is a entity on its own. Mm-hmm. It's like something that. That's kind of the occult view as well. Comes, you know? occult, yeah, but it is really is like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we put these things. We put these things. Yeah, of course. You can go materialistic and blah, 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 your brain and synapses and your uh, life experience and all that stuff, information. And you, yeah, you can do that, you know, but uh, it ex- doesn't explain everything. And a lot of people yeah. still don't know what consciousness really is. Yeah, right. They don't know, you know, they try, but they don't know, yeah. you know. And now it's, now it's, now it's scientifically to say probably that everything has consciousness. Exactly. Everything. Yeah. Which is like a total Eastern. Thing, a fucking rock, a fucking tree, well, they, everything. Yeah, I mean, what to me, I was, you know, I always think that's a super Eastern philosophy. I mean, they Buddhists have been know, thinking yeah. that forever. Um, 
You know, what is, okay, what, let's say, let's take a rock. A rock is a bunch of little uh, molecules being held together, you know, electrons and things, atoms, energy yeah. being yeah. atoms. How, how vibrate. Vibrate, yeah. vibrating. Yeah. How, yeah. how is that not consciousness? It knows what to do. It holds itself yeah. together. On the smallest level, there right. is something that, and actually physically on the smallest level is something that connects all of us. Right. Absolutely. This we're we're all made of the same stuff too. That's the, the, only, the other trippy yeah. thing. We're made of the, the same thing. The only things. thing we don't walk through a fucking wall is because the atoms vibrate differently. There's exactly. different densities physically. And, yes. That's the only reason. And that's or we would just pass through. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's consciousness. <laughs> that's consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> and I think on the smallest level, on the smallest level, the smallest part, like the Higgs particle, which now is is there. Right. It's like what we can measure now, the smallest thing there is, and it's everywhere and connects everything. Right. It's insane. And that's fucking insane. These are <laughs> things nobody thought about, like not even 20 years ago. Yeah, okay. Uh, Higgs said it like, I think it was the 50s, uh, 50s or early 60s uh, when he came up than, with yeah, the Higgs, you'd, you'd Higgs field. More than me. Yeah. I, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, and he could see it come true when they measured, when they, when they measured like at the CERN in, in Switzerland, the Higgs. Right. It was um, I saw that live. It was unbelievable. Oh, really? Optimize. Yeah, yeah. They had a live, uh, live, uh, um, live cast. Oh, that's cool. I should. I wish I would have seen yeah. that. <laughs> and 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 like fucking Hicks was there, and he was like sitting this old man, and everybody standing away. Wow. He was crying. He, he, was, he was crying. Awesome. He was crying. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Because most people don't when they make a theory, a thesis that that far out right. with no no factual proof, maybe just a possibility they never see it come to fruition in their lifetime and it was of course wonderful i i saw uh yeah i saw i saw a documentary one time about like quantum mechanics or something and this one scientist was describing this mathematical equation and oh yeah and he started the golden rule i don't remember but he I'll, I'll it was a while ago i don't remember anything about the documentary the only thing i remember is he started crying when he started talking about it because it was so the mathematical equation so was beautiful. so it was so beautiful that he started like weeping while he was talking about it. and i was like wow that's that's spirituality <laughs> you know it was like three it was three parts i think on netflix it was oh is that so, okay what was it called i think I, I forgot what it was called, but it was like three, and it was all about Nama. He was this mathematician. Yeah, mathematician. yeah, yeah. And like he, there was like, I think the first episode was like also in the cathedral and with the golden rule and the mathematical things. Yeah, I mean, which that sounds like something. Yeah. And everything comes together under these certain numbers. Everything you can describe with these certain numbers. Right. And it's fucking freaky <laughs> that it scales up and down. To right. Infinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And this is like super exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, this is it. This is it. It's yeah. It's like it's, it's, it's much it's, much more open. There will things come out, in an, and we live in a wonderful time. We are so lucky to be alive at this time right now. Right. It's insane. Everything that's happening. I mean, we both we didn't have cell. I mean, we didn't have cell phones. Hell no. And we saw there was a future thing. There was like a science fiction movie or whatever. Or like Star Trek. Eight movie where it has a phone in the car. Yeah. Clunky, <laughs> clunky satellite phones. Then you had like these smaller ones. Then the Nokia's and everything. And now we have like computers in our hands, like these phones which could like land on the moon. Right. When you put it in a rocket, easily. Yeah. I know. It's insane. <laughs> and we, it's, and it gets faster and faster and faster. And we can see all that. 
Yeah. We're both yeah. young enough. I, I, I'm super excited. Well, in the next 20 years. Oh, we'll my have God. To, Imagine 20 years back from 59 now. to now. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. <laughs> and it's going to exponentially be even more. Yeah, it will be faster and faster. Yeah, and yeah. I love it. I'm a person. I'm on the train. I'm not scared of it. I'm on it. I love it. Absolutely. You know, where yeah. are my fucking nanobots? Inject me now. <laughs> Give me my neural lace and my little plaque on the side of my head. I'm in, I'm in, man. I'm the first. Make me bionic. I don't give a shit. That's the way. That's. I was talking to this with uh, Jonathan uh, Wayshack on the last podcast, how he was talking about, you know, the whole surveillance with the phones and Alexa and all that stuff. And I, and I, and I was telling him how I, I kind of feel like I'm just going with it. I'm just, it's yeah. too exciting. I'm just going with it. <laughs> you know, it's like know the privacy thing, the privacy issue is of course, it is important. Yeah, it is important. Definitely. But, <sighs> but I mean, what, what, what should I go in the woods and live in a fucking cave? Yeah. Especially during this time, that seems kind Sorry, of cr- I don't. I, yeah. you know, I, I don't do anything really illegal. Um, if I take drugs and they see me on the phone, yeah, whatever, then come, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Do you really think they, they, they're interested in what indi- some individuals do? This is if exactly you're not really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly like, what we yeah, were talking yeah, about. It's like, same, like, I know many people that like, like put like tape over their little cameras and shit on phones. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like so weird. Yeah. If they, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I totally I mean, I agree. If, if some, okay, let's, <laughs> it's the funniest shit. Every time when I watch porn and masturbate in front of my iPad, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think about like, is there somebody that's not watching and like fucking on his desk, like surveilling me. That poor bastard. Watch me jerk off <laughs> with my horrible sex face. No, horrible. I feel I sorry just, for that person. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's funny. You're like, yeah, it is. It's hilarious. No, we, we yeah, were saying this. But, yeah, the but base, I understand some people when they have concerns, of course. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, I and it's valid and it's, and it's good. I don't people, give a shit what people know about me. It really is like. Yeah, right. That's the way I kind dude, of feel the same way too, because it's like I don't really do anything bad. I but but on uh, principle, you know, I, of principle, course I agree. You know, people should have their yeah. privacy, and it's an issue. Absolutely. But, but but at the same time, if you have to choose between uh, experiencing this incredible future that we're living in and yeah. kind of cutting yourself off from it in order to for, to save your privacy, for me. I want to go. I want to go into the future and see what's up. I want to see what's Absolutely. going on. You know, Absolutely. it's too exciting. I, I want to go with it because I can just like influence certain things uh, if I go with it. Right. You know, I think if I don't get involved with all that, then I give really away all my power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be more part of it. With, you know, the, more than when I like have a little less privacy. Yeah. Okay. But if I like totally get away from it, I, I lose any influence on in it. Right. I think this is also right, a point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. It's like I, I, I got big because of technology. Yeah, absolutely. Like the tools, like that's because that's how Paul Booth uh, noticed me and all that. This is like it was all internet. Right. Absolutely. Sorry. Sorry about the dogs. Yeah, uh, dogs barking. I hope they're good. <laughs> Do- yes, the dogs are good. We've got a full house here today. We've got visiting dogs. Nice. Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. This is this is uh, this conversation went in all kinds of crazy directions. I love it. This is exactly. Yeah, but uh, it was the point as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is what the podcast is all about. I'm trying to think of more conventional questions 
that people might be interested. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. I've got, we did a little poll because we just started an Instagram account for the Dark Art Society. Yeah. Just like two. I know two, I, fo- I followed it uh, oh. two days ago Excellent. because you yeah. sent a Yeah, right. Me. And it yeah. ended up in my like uh, request folder. Or something, okay. So. And we did a, and uh, Brian um, Kilgore, who does the sound engineering on here, he also runs the page. He wanted to try out just as a test to do a little uh, Q&A poll. And you were oh, nice. you were the first person. And so we got we only got two questions, but we're still building the page. But I thought I could ask, ask you these two questions if you don't Perfect, mind. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's nice. All it's, right. It's, it's the future. It's technology, man. This of course. Is, it's amazing. Would it's, say, no, no, I would be super hypocritical. I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't like this. <laughs> what what is happening right now is a miracle. It's a truly a miracle that I can get go through that process, get some questions, ask you live all the way across the world and put it on digital format and then share that with everybody. Okay, so here goes. At Joe Sizzle asks, if you were starting over today, what is one thing that you would do differently? Uh, yeah, to get back to, to what I said in the beginning, I said I, I learned everything by myself. I think I would uh, take a more traditional approach yeah. to, to uh, learning the craft. It's just easier, you know. Yeah, right. And yeah, yeah. Safer. It's safer overall to learn the right things in the right order. Right. And you don't have to relearn so much other stuff because I had a, to to relearn a lot of things. You know, get rid of some things I did wrong is yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, get it out because it's like a muscle memory. It's like just in there, and you have to like train, untrain yourself, and then train yourself again to do it right. Yeah, I, I, I know. That would, that would be the, the 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 biggest thing I would do, and I would put in much more effort from the beginning and see and be more responsible responsible and take the whole thing much more serious from the beginning right just so you can yes. have that jump i think on that's it. that's it but on the other hand and it's always like these these are questions like that's not who you were though what back would, then is what the thing would be, wouldn't be me right now <laughs> right. if i wouldn't have done it that way right but it's it's, it's just I, a I hypothetical that, that would be a good tip more for like uh if like the universe would split in a Parallel universe. I mean, I stay here. I'm fine. Maybe the other me could do that, but I would never go back and do it different. Right. Nothing I did to yeah. shit anything. But just to answer this question, that would maybe yes a point. To okay, make. that's yeah. good. That's good. Okay, here's the other one. At Thomas Sunstrand. At Thomas Sunstrand. Thomas Sunstrand. Yes, Tomas, T-O-M-A. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> has yeah. have you always? Okay, have you always been into dark art, or did it come later in life? Which I guess we kind of already heard. Yeah, we, we answered it, but yeah, just to answer it now, also directly, so I address him as well. Yeah, it was it was pretty much from the beginning. What's the earliest like, kind of dark art experience? You do you have one that you could remember? Because I know I started off drawing like turtles and hot rods and stuff and, and it, it was it I was with that too i was like drawing this stuff as well but they were always in between were like this like ghosts and then monsters yeah. and stuff really and i remember i was i don't remember much from when i was a kid you know because the human memory is shit even you think sure. you remember something it has nothing to do with what really happened right yeah. <laughs> it's the worst but certain things like drawings and stuff i remember back as far as four years three and a half years old that's weird I remember right. that. Wow. But not surrounding it. Right, right, right. It's weird. It is know? weird. 
more like conscious memories came. I have like seven, eight years, nine years, but they're all like, they're still, they're all fuzzy. You know? Right, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I have trouble remembering what happened two years ago. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it gets worse all it's the just, time. Like, I know what happened and I have it in my head, but if you really filmed it and then can film what I'm thinking, what happened, it would be like totally different. I, guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like that with everybody. Yeah, so yeah, memories, memories, like everybody thinks your memories, no, memories. Shit. Yeah, no, memories, memories terrible. really bad. You have just certain things that are carved in, into your brain, like certain events, trauma, some success things, some happy things, mm. but the rest is all very fuzzy and very moving right. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Which is I, good. I don't want to rem- remember everything. It's, yeah, that's probably a self-protect, I don't, protective I think kind of thing, it, seriously. It is, See, if you remember yeah. all that trauma and shit. I I I remember the first thing I remember drawing was a turtle, like a top view of a turtle when I was three years old, and um, I have a really strong memory of that. <clears throat> and um, I think the first, I mean, just just to interject my experience as well, um, th- my first kind of dark art thing I can remember is probably like Hieronymus Bosch, seeing Hieronymus Bosch paintings. <laughs> The hell painting, because because uh, I mentioned this again. I'm starting to repeat myself, but I mentioned this in the last podcast. That, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, exactly. It's oh, it's older. true too, man. I'm so self conscious about repeating myself now because I do it all the time, like an old guy. But um, it's, a, it's an organic conversation. Yeah, you yeah. Just, I, I'm an old guy, so there you go. <laughs> um, this is an old guy. I love best excuse. It's the best excuse. It's the truth. <laughs> yes, but. Uh, 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 oh shit! Now I forgot what yeah, I was going to say. Hieronymus <laughs> Bosch painted the hell. Yes. Was your first? Yeah. Oh, and like Francis Bacon, because uh, yes. my my aunt had like a really cool art book. She was kind of like had this sophisticated taste in art, a lot of European stuff, and um, I remember seeing books by like Escher, Dali, uh, Hieronymus Bosch, uh, Francis Bacon, and those were probably my first memories of technically dark art but i was always attracted to horror movies as well like i was fascinated oh, from no, probably five or just, six years old what you just said triggered a memory in me yeah cool. which i it's, it's crazy i like i think i was i uh, six six i guess mm-hmm. we had like a huge a huge amount of books at home really old, because I grew up with grandparents and like we, I came from a good family and I remember there was one book uh, I couldn't read at the time it was like five six years right, old but yeah. it was called the pestilence in Vienna oh, wow. and there were uh, there were like uh, uh, woodcut prints in it and there was like pestilence was often described as like the skeleton yeah. With the hood. Yeah. There was pestilence. Right. You know? And I remember seeing, and I still have to, right now I have it in my head what it looked like. And then I, I got more and more fascinated, like with, and I was drawing to skeletons and ghosts, right. and like <laughs> stuff like that. And that was, yeah, yes. That's interesting. Oh, thank you, man. You yeah. Have a really good memory. <laughs> thank Thomas. And I remember, it was this weird, it was a hill, and 
there was like this skeleton walking and there were like some dr- there were there were like a drunk person with a flute you right. know and yeah, yeah, yeah. was just over it it wasn't a book and it was like many pages and like the pest pits and all that stuff because we have a uh, uh, we have like um, uh, there's like a story in Vienna about Saint Augustine mm-hmm. Augustine the Lucky he's like a guy he like uh, it's, it's probably just a story people think it's a story and not really a real event uh, when the when the Black Plague was like in Vienna mm-hmm. there was like uh, Augustine and he like was just like a town drunk you know and one time he was like super drunk and he fell into a pest pit and he was always drunk so it, like he like the, the bacteria was re- the plague bacteria is really uh, weak. Uh-huh. He was drunk. He was sleeping all night on like dead bodies and shit. Oh wow, and that's amazing! That. <laughs> and then like next day they came to put the bodies away, and he just woke up and scared the shit out of everybody. That's amazing. And it was like Saint Augustine, <laughs> the drunk. And it was like, and I remember that now. And it was like this woodcut prints, and and this was like I, I loved that shit. I loved right. it. Right, it's almost like-, like. And some Tom and Cherry episodes were like. There was Tom and Cherry episodes, like in a castle, and there were like this weird skeleton ghost in the dance. Right, right. That maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I. It was I, like Tom and Cherry, and it was like in a weird castle. There were like this glowing skeletons dancing, and like these things they influenced me. And I was like fascinated. Like, right. Yeah. It's almost. Wow. It's almost like once we got a a taste of it, it just grabbed us immediately. Yeah, it was. Yeah, That's how I felt. Like it just was like, yeah, oh my god, it just needed the one thing. It was the like one, a. It, yeah, like a like recognition. When, when, yeah, you know? what it is that before? Though? But the trigger, the trigger. Yeah, I know. Came. That's that's what that's what I'm fascinated with is what why? Yeah, why? Because it didn't. Why is it, there? it didn't do yeah. that for everybody. It did it for only some of us. I'm just so curious. It feels hardwired, man. It's always felt as much as I I can rationalize my love of dark art from trauma I suffered when I was a kid, which may or may not be the cause. I'm totally guessing. It feels. Genetic. It feels hardwired. It might be because think about it. Um, in every epoch, you have dark artists. You always had right. them. Back to back to the earliest civil- civilizations we know of. Right. You know, back to Sumer. You had dark art back then. You right. had it. It was, I think, always a, 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 a like a part, an important part of the human condition. It was always like. I think mostly it had to do with uh, dealing with uh, dealing with mortality, right? Yeah, and there was people. Some people just picked it and showed that how it is and made everybody more comfortable through that. Right, and maybe there's a genetic line. I, I, I think it must be. Maybe there is some genetic things to it. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's really interesting, but yeah. I don't know if there's material on that. Not not that I, I know. I, of. I haven't found any. I, I I sure hope there. Some some comes about because it's 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 really fascinating and and it, and it helps I think it helps us to a, a big part of what I want to know I mean I have my of course we all have our own opinions on this but I, I I'm I'm curious I want a definitive uh, uh, answer to if we are this thing this uh, hardwired. If we are these hardwired creatures, what is our role? You know, I mean, we're you have you you, you know you said your idea. I agreed with you, but these are not yeah. like it's not like a proven a thing that's kind no, of been no. proven. Yeah. So it's like I'd be really curious to see how the facts bear out on that after like a rigorous study and scientific study and and find out like what is the what has the role of the dark artist played throughout history? You know, because it's kind of like it's it's like our job. It's like our purpose. 
you know? Dark artist is a, it's also just a label because oh yeah it, yeah yeah it's uncomfortable for people what they see you know right. actually it's it is just art it's just like yeah it's true that's true but, but, it, but it's just, it's something something that people it is specific don't really though. like to face all the time that's why it's dark art right yeah yeah no, no dark back that time or like this 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 like like statues of demons or the right. Incas, all the stuff like this this horrible creatures these dragons right. and stuff yeah it was always there. Yep. You know, but funnily enough, it's like, you know, it became dark art later on in modern times. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, frankly, dark art is just a, a term that personally. I, mean, I, love, I love that label. I yeah, love it. I, I like it too. People, no problem with it. Yeah, same here. People are like, a lot of people, I've artists have said, said, excuse me, they don't care for the term, but I'm like, no, I love it. It's you know, beautiful. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And 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 the and, and, hashtag dark artist. Yeah. And, dark artist. And I the, love it. And the main thing the main thing is everybody knows exactly what you're talking about, which is the important thing. When you say dark art, everybody knows what that means. It's just I mean, uh, common com, common under quotations, common people often ask me like, well, what is dark art? Then uh, I explain, you know, a little bit like, you know, yeah, it's kind of I'm doing like things that are a little right. bit scary and stuff and show like negative images kind of but make you feel vulnerable about yourself and sometimes if somebody is not really that don't want to sound wrong now but that intelligent as it like it's kind of like horror art right yeah, but yeah. I, I hate that term yeah horror yeah. Art. yeah that's that's a small this sliver is, of dark art this is a small sliver of dark art you know and it's good i love it too right but it's not mine you know because as you i like to I like to play like with micro expressions on my creatures, like right. this, this, and not this. You know, it's like always to make something scary. It's like I always when I do seminars and stuff uh, about how I approach things in my creature designs. It's like you know, it's often easy to make something scary with like you know fangs and all this stuff. Ah, it's like an angry ah. you know, predatory thing, <laughs> right? Right. But it's I like to make it like really as hard as possible on myself. Uh huh. I want to have this again. What we, we talked before already, but this this like ugh, this uneasy feeling yeah. when you look at something, kind of dis- disturbing, something kind so of. familiar, right? Something so familiar in there. That's what I love. That's what I always try to pull out. Yeah, know, the, those things like the the, the, vulner- the vulnerability. That's like a yeah. key component to I think to create. You have you 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 have it in uh, like uh, on the on the, on the thing on the DVD also in the book I have from you. It's like when you when you when you talk about that, you know, that you like you know like uh, in in uh, I like to paint monsters. Uh, you right. know? Uh, it's it's uh, how you describe it that you are like yeah. Did you make it kind? Of, it's 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 very uncanny close to human. Right. Always. Yeah. 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 No matter how weird it is. And how you try to like, especially with your eyes, the expressions of the mouse, this right, little thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just really little things, you know, these micro expressions, you know, and to play with that and to to convey a certain feeling, right, you know, or something. And this is also this was also always fascinated me about your art. That what what also fascinated me in creating my art, you know, mm-hmm. this like because people always say like it looks kind of creepy, but. Also cute. Yeah, that's like, the, <laughs> like people don't sometimes don't know what to say. It's like it's so weird. It's like I shouldn't like it, but I kind of like it. Yeah, and and, and the that's other perfect. the other thing that I love too is my favorite thing. You know, I like to do 
so, you know, I'll do evil, aggressive things once in a while sure. to express it. Ooh. Sure. But, but my kind of my favorite thing is when I look at the, I look at the character I, I've come up with and I like, it kind of hurts my heart. To, like I feel bad for him. You feel bad for him. Yeah. Like it, it, and that's what I, I think is, is can be one of the most powerful ways of uh, powerful uh, expression through dark art is, is empathy. Is creating empathy for like yes, you know like absolutely. something well, that's really important. yeah something that's really ugly or something that's in pain you know that's yes. like deep shit you know that's yes. like that's the real connection you know yes it is I think you you made a real great point right now it's like this is I think this is one of the most important things exactly creating empathy right and that's such a and it's like that's something you would never think in this brought up in the same sentence as dark art. And empathy, I know. And, and that's like the weird, that's the weird thing about it. You know, that's what it's makes it unique. Every, every interview, every, like you, you go back ten years, twelve years, thirteen years. When I had like in magazines or live interviews, I always talked about dark art, and I always explained, I always explained exactly that dark art is not negative at all. No, it's quite the opposite. Yeah. It just shows things that are negative but that bring you in the end to a positive outcome and you learn about yourself. Absolutely. If you take it in and allow, allow it to consume you a little bit. Right. Yeah. That's what I always explained because I wanted to try that people really understand that because that is was long. I was like, Oh yeah. Why is it negative? Why is this like, so like, and then when I explained that and I explained it to people that listen a little bit mm-hmm. or are open when they look again at that stuff, they understand it pretty much immediately and they start to go to different artists and really start collecting stuff like that. Absolutely. You just need to open up people a little bit because it's, it isn't everybody. Right. But I think it could be people just shove it away and hide it. They right. don't want to confront. But I think, but I think it's, um, I think it could be a value to everybody. That's the thing. It's like, it's, it's like, it, it's potentially helpful if you're willing to go there and try and understand it. And that's, you know, that's really what the whole dark art society is about. It's trying to raise awareness about it and, 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 and explain to people, you know, it's in one hand, it's, it's like a support group for all of us. So we can all feel yes. like we're not total outcasts and we're not, alone. <laughs> we're not alone. And on the other hand, it's to raise awareness and to let people know that, you know, it's okay to like this stuff. Cause you know, I remember when I first started painting, I was like, and I'm I'm a different type of person than you in this way. Like I am I'm I'm not as uh, I'm not as rebellious in this on this kind of level. I was like I felt kind of guilty. Like like am I am I uh, I've said this before as well. Am I um, kind of forcing other people? Am I like putting my pain out there and forcing other people to feel bad because of it? Like I, it was weird, and it's like I felt this prejudice in myself, even though I was like, I have to stay this course because this is what I love. But I didn't know why I was doing it, and I was like, even if, even if that is the case, I'm going to keep doing it because this is my bliss, and I was doing this follow your bliss experiment thing, and so uh, then, then as I as I did it, I was like, oh no, this is the opposite. But it was just weird to for even even though I loved the work, I had this deep. It's like this societal conditioning inside. That I yes. had to overcome, and yes. I think that um, in in this society in, in Western culture, that's that's kind of ingrained, uh, not even consciously, into everybody. 
So that's why, you know, talking about it is, is important because yeah. I think uh, I, once people understand, it'll be just another resource for them. Yes, I completely understand why you felt that way. I probably had this feeling also somewhere in me because, again, it's like it's kind of – It's a condition. Yeah, right. You know, but I was more like of kind of like – I went more the Marilyn Manson kind right. of way <laughs> you know, like yep. with it. Yeah. You know, maybe I just masked up what you felt, actually. Maybe you what? Maybe I masked just – Oh, right, 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 right. So, you know, I – Right. Maybe – Maybe I numb myself a little bit yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I think back now, it's like, yeah, there was always a little bit guilt, but especially when, like, when I did interviews or when I were, especially with with uh, written interviews where I had to write it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when I was writing it, like I had a little bit of time and looked at it how I write, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it's like, how do I best, you know, you know, dis- describe the whole thing, right. and, you know, like. Make it like accessible. It's like, and not just like say, "Hey, you people are all pussies. Just open up to your inner demons." You know what right. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I had to. You have to do it like kind of in a gentle way that people right. kind of open up slowly. Right. You know right. what you said before. Like it's very important because I think one of the things in dark art, one of the biggest problems, we are all kind of really weird people. We dark artists. Mm-hmm. We are all very like kind of a little bit reclusive and yeah. like you know keep to ourselves that's another common thread and and we that's that that is one of the things and problems uh why dark art uh didn't blow up as much as it should have Mm -hmm. it's much better now so i think what you're doing what other people and me also like like just talking to normal people (laughs) uh that's the most important thing to educate people what's that about right you know yeah because you're 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 breaking down a barrier, a prejudice, yeah. you know, it's like satanic panic could not exist in a world where dark art was understood and accepted. Exactly. You know? Yeah. There were some crazy motherfucking people, teenagers that killed cats in a yeah, graveyard. There's, al- there's always going to be that. That was just, this. that was it, you know? Yeah. The rest just, you and, know. And those same, those same kids would probably do it if they were anyway, any, no so use some other excuse to do stuff like that. But the vast majority of the artists and the people that appreciate it are salt of the earth, awesome, cool people, nice people, you know? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I play on like, like I'm, I'm, I like embrace dark. I embrace darkness. I embrace the dark arts. I, I just embrace it. So I like, I reflected the way I dress with my right. makeup. All. Like I'm just, I, I liked it. You know, yeah, I'm very, yeah, yeah. Very, uh, you're expressing yourself, yeah, with yeah, that, no? right. eccentric, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just me because I'm not very much different home than when I'm outside. I mean, I'm a funny motherfucker, I do a lot of bullshit, but <laughs> I live that, really live that, and I want to shock people as well. I am, I, I'm guilty of that, right? I like, that. <laughs> I like the shock factor sometimes, yeah, yeah, but there is that, yeah, sometimes that. it's so over the top that people approach me because they're so interested, what's going on there. And they start talking, and right. then they say, "Oh, you know." Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very interesting. So yeah, I ride the wave hard sometimes. That's yeah. True. <laughs> but uh, that's me. So yeah. Yeah, that's you know you're doing you, which is we what? are weirdos. We are absolutely weirdos. Yes. And I'm a stage whore. So what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> you're perfect as you are. I, it's funny you know, that you mentioned the shock factor because I've not really thought about that, but I can look back to. Um, my childhood 
and think about doing like hor- makeups on myself, like yeah. hor- horror makeups on myself. And I was really into like pranking people and pretending like I cut my finger off to freak my mom out and just to play a joke, <laughs> to play a joke on them. And yeah. I totally got off on that. I loved it. I loved it. And put, or putting on a mask around Halloween and chasing nice. people around. It's like, I love the shock and the thrill and the kind of power, the feeling of power you, you get from that. You have some power with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it, cause I was, su- you know, I was like such a shy kid and then I would get into makeup and I would be You're totally. Yeah. You put, you put on the mask, but you put on the mask. That, your inner self right. mask. Yeah, right. And it, it's Point. like, yeah. External. You put something internal on the outside yeah. and you are free. Yeah, and it, yeah. isn't That's that a trip? Thing. It's a trip. I used to do that. It's true, yeah. I used to go to um, the grocery store with my mom when I was probably five years old because it's before my parents uh, divorced. And I would wear a mask. She used to, you know, let me do it. So I'd always go into like a, like a Halloween mask, like one of those little plastic ones. And yeah. just, just because I don't know why. And, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird that all these things are coming up because this is such a deep subject, really. You but know? it's also that, that your mom let you, let you do that. I know. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Very, was, very cool. Very important. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Other people say, oh, my kid is weird. Yeah. And so what? Oh, uh, yeah. I know. A lot of, I know a lot of people that cannot like fucking go off the far end. Right. It's all right. It's all right. Express yourself. Yep. Kids, it doesn't have to make sense to a grown-up sometimes what a kid does at that age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I went to the psychologist when I was, like, young. It was more, like, because of my mom and the surroundings and stuff. Right. But it was also, like, like you know, the drawings and stuff. And But I was normal. I was pretty normal. I had a little bit of trauma, of course. But I was pretty normal. Right. A little eccentric, a little hypochondrical and stuff like that. A little mm-hmm. bit, you know, victims shit going on. Uh, which was actually superficial, and but what the drawing it was like an outlet, and they saw they said, No, it's actually like kind of an outlet, and it's not really that bad. I mean, I didn't That's draw the, like the, 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 psycholo- the, the psychologist said that that time, yeah. Oh, that's it was cool. a psychologist because my grandparents they were worried that, like, you know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, te- the teachers, because that time teachers could get involved still, right. you know, yeah. without getting sued, you know, which was a- wonderful. You know, it's a trip is I was a kid doing this stuff. Like I'm talking uh, grade school in the seventies and it was totally yeah. different in the seventies. Like I never, I never had any teacher. I mean, I was drawing, I used to draw army guys shooting each other because, you know, Oh yeah, I did too. like old, old, old little everywhere. And yeah. Yeah. Shooting. Yeah. But I, re- I remember, I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember seeing like Vietnam footage on TV. Cause I mean the Vietnam war ended in 75 and I remember I was born in 67. So I, I kind of I kind of grew up in that environment. So I used to draw I remember drawing painting a blood like a guy shooting another guy, two army men, one shooting him and just blood coming out the back. And they never gave me shit for it. And I used to draw all these monsters. None of my teachers gave me shit and it's like the 70s were really a different time, man. Yeah. It was but like I have to say that too in school, in school when I was like still I was like in, in like in grade school and stuff I was like, yeah, no. Uh, also, like end seventy, uh, uh, early eighties. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was just, It was like, it was cool. And uh, and one thing I really miss. The, what I think was also a big problem these days uh, is that the the teachers or educators are not allowed to say shit no more at all. Yeah. Because when I when when I when the letter got home, 
that, that, that time. When I was in school, the lad I got home, because the teacher wanted to see my, my grandparents, mm-hmm. I knew it was a deep shit. Right. And it was like the, 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 my, my grandparents were on my side. No, right. I was sitting like a little piece of shit and like I took it. Right. And it was that way, you know, because yeah. that was the point. But you cannot do that today no more because I don't know. I remember when I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> I remember when I was in the sixth grade, I was drawing this amazing drawing of Kiss. You know, the band Kiss? Yeah. It was so yeah, good. It was the best drawing I'd ever done. And I was drawing it. It was fifth, fifth grade. And, um, this teacher, oh man, she was a bitch. She was like, put the drawing away. It was right after lunch. And um, and I, I probably told this story on the podcast already, but I haven't told you. And so was, she was like, put that, put the drawing away. And I was like, okay. But I was like so into it. And it was so good. And I was drawing Peter Chris, the drummer. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is so great. And I just couldn't. And I was just about to put it away. She grabbed it and ripped it in half. What oh a fucking God. bitch. I was so pissed. And Holy my, fuck. <laughs> my mom, my mom came down and like read her the riot act, man. She, she was, my mom was pissed because it was like, for good reason. yeah, for yeah. Reason. Because she, she was always so supportive of the artwork and she grew up yeah. at a time when I think that's the way every teacher was, you know, she, she grew up in the fifties and it's like, they didn't put up with any of yeah, that very shit. Conservative, yeah. You know? So, uh, ah. Oh. That, I, I was lucky with my teachers, like, uh, like, I don't know, like maybe it was third, third grade. Said, I don't know. We have different system here. Like right. after kindergarten, go to junior, junior. It's like four grades. We go, we yeah. go, we go kindergarten, and then first through sixth grades after kindergarten. Yeah, we have like we have like one to fourth, and then we go gymnasium or something, and then like uh, college. Okay. So, but it was a third, third grade, and like they supported my drawing, and like and uh, like teachers actually told me, and they entered me into competitions of our town or nationally yeah. and stuff, you know, for certain projects. And so there was really, really a lot of support. I was really lucky with that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But I was to I have to say, I was supported too much. I think that was one of the reasons that I didn't really work hard. Oh, really? So, that's it. Yeah, like spoiled. Not everything kind of handed. First, kind of like spoiled, kind of. Yes, I ah, think it got spoiled. Interesting. Yeah. I maybe, wonder. Maybe that. Maybe that's the reason also why it took so long until I took it really super serious. I wonder if maybe your grandparents did that because they knew the kind of tragedy with your mother, and so they, you know what I mean? As they like a, a reaction like to that. Everything. I got spoiled. I got. Over, I got overall spoiled. Ah. Which I understand because right. they want to have, you know. Like I'm this little treasure thing, right? So I mean, I got, I got like, uh, I got, I got my like slap over the head and shit, and you know, I got <laughs> punished, of yeah, course, yeah. because I did a lot of shit. I was a stupid kid, <laughs> um, but I also got very spoiled. You know, right. it was like really like a fifty-fifty thing. So yeah, I'm yeah. really happy that I had my grandparents. May they rest in peace. They were awesome, um, and they were always proud. Like it was like I I I, I, I stopped going to school. I dropped out of like jobs and shit, like and because wow. I just wanted to draw. And then I started tattooing and all this stuff. And my grandmother, like, whenever like we went somewhere and she met some of her friends or other people, say, "Oh yeah, and this is this is like this is my grandson," and like he's tattooing, like oh, super cool. proud. That was always awesome. So she got you know? to see but she got to see your your rise to fame. Uh, yeah, she did. That's great. That's great. On a little bit before she died, yeah. And but early on, even if I wasn't famous, but yeah, she, she's tattooing and drawing and all that. That's so and cool. Was, she was always very proud. But I think because my my grandparents, 
they were like they were like you know like 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 rockers in the fifties, you know. Oh right, right, right. Both both drove like a BMW motorcycle from the forties. Oh cool. Like his old school war uh, wartime. Wow. Motorcycles and my 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 grandfather had like the hairdo and the I can, yeah, I can see why you got into rockabilly music. Yeah, it had to do with them as well. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah, so uh, they were pretty cool, you know. They were really cool. They were strict, but also absolutely cool. Right. So I'm really grateful that I had this this childhood. Yeah. You know? And I'm also happy that I knew about my mom, like a drug addiction and everything. It's good I found out all that. Yeah. You know. Well, you have because to it prepared me for life a little bit. You know. I mean, I'm still I'm I'm doing drugs. You know, still because people was like, how can you do drugs when your mom was like a heroin addict? I'm like, yes, she was a heroin addict and she got clean, but she died in the end from it. But I just respect drugs more. Right. Yeah. 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 You know? I'm not really easy to get addicted. You know, right. like. Or like like the, the cocaine or whatever, you know. Yeah, it's a fun drug sometimes. Why not, you know? But the problem is, if you're not, especially with cocaine, this is very, this is one of the most dangerous drugs because if you're not really happy with yourself, if you like, let's say your level of happiness around 60, 50 to 60, mm-hmm. you're like a businessman or whatever, you're always stressed. I take cocaine, you go to 120. Right. And then you go to this 50, 60 again. It's like, yeah, you want more and more and more. It's very dangerous. But if you're like me, I'm like, I'm around normally, when, except that time, but normally I'm around a 90, 80, right. 90, 100 <laughs> sometimes. Then I take cocaine and I drink something, have a little party, like uh, here and then. Then I go to 160, and then I go back to my 190 again. Right. So it's, oh, I feel fine. So it, the potential is not even there. And and also, like, I remember what drugs can do to you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. This, like, always, I'm, I always say, like, I'm using drugs sometimes, but I'm not abusing them. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge difference. Right. You know, listen listen to what's going on. Listen to the people around you always in these things. Be open. Know you're, know you're weak. Every human being is kind of weak Absolutely. in some point. Yeah, yeah. Just just listen to your surroundings and sometimes the little thing on your shoulder that tells you, hey, dude, you're fucking up, my friend. Yeah. Listen <laughs> to the voice. It helps. That's I mean, I often brush it off the shoulder, <laughs> but it's coming back and then I'm listening. So I'm sometimes I follow on my face, but it's good for me too, because I learn from that at least, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I always think I get, I get, uh, I always think I get more smart, I get smarter and uh, with age, but actually every 10 years I say like, fuck, 10 years ago I was really stupid. Right, I know. Every 10 years, yeah. exactly when I was 30. Same I'm here. 43. Was like, what I was thinking before three, what did I talk with Chad on the podcast? What the hell is wrong with me? You know, <laughs> like things like that. It always changes. And this is the beautiful thing. Just be open. You change. You will be different. Yeah. You will be a different person. That's always. The whole, that's the whole point. You not set in stone with anything. <laughs> that's the whole point of life, man. It's this exactly. growth and change. Embrace, you know? embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you're fighting, you're, always, you're yeah. fighting a losing battle if you don't embrace it because you're, you yeah. Know, it's the, the way yeah. of things. If, if you conform to any everything, it's also not good. It's like just try to keep it, you know, keep that you have a wiggle room mm-hmm. to some to each side a little bit, you know. Because I know not everybody can do what we do. Some people they have to go to from have eight to five jobs, and uh, they have to you know they are like wage slaves, which is a shit word, but it's true kind of. Mm-hmm. But even then, you can still try to have some fun in your life, you know. Even it's very difficult for these people sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I guess that's why I say we are, we, no matter what kind of fame, we are super, super privileged with what we do. Absolutely. I, I, always, I, I always try to remind myself about that. Yeah, absolutely. Every so day. My ego is down on the ground a little. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a perfect place to end. We're, we're yeah. like over <laughs> two hours and two hours and 12 minutes. This could be the, this could be the long, oh, longest, longest podcast yet. I think maybe. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. At I all. know. Well, we had a lot of one, catching up to do. It's been a long time. Oh yes. True. Well, how, true. how, when, when was the last time, when was that that we saw each other? The last time we saw each other was in 2012 or 2013. 12. No, I think 2013. That's a long time. Like yeah, it's fucking too long, man. Seven why years or something? I'm, I'm coming to the States and I can't wait to hang out with you, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. The, over there a little bit longer. Cool, cool. I need to catch up. Absolutely. Well, I yeah, also have to visit Spectral Motion. Oh, yeah. I don't work there anymore, yeah. but I might be able to get you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in contact with Mike. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was, yeah I'm sure he'd yeah, love yeah. to have He invited you. me actually to go there. Excellent. Yeah, make, make, let me know so I can go with you. Say, yeah. say hello to everybody. Well, thanks for coming on, man. That was it too was much fun. Pleasure. It yeah. was an honor, actually. And it was really great catching up with you. Yeah, well, the, on, the honor was awesome involved. podcast. And I hope we do it again in the future. Absolutely. When I know more. <laughs> what was that? When I know more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah in, in another 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on again for sure. This is great conversation and, and it's you know i could i could have kept going i mean I, me too <laughs> hey we have to keep something for next time that's man. right yeah you can't let you gotta leave them wanting yeah. more you can't overstay your welcome with this stuff Absolutely. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well thank you for coming on uh thank you everybody for listening um uh, th- and also well i'll say this in the beginning when i record my intro so never mind i was just gonna say we're getting like uh, a lot of people on the Patreon now because we've got a Patreon page set up. So it's really cool to see people supporting, you know, with like a buck a month. It's really great. So um, I've been seeing like a, a, an influx, which is awesome. But like I said, I'll say it on my intro. So never mind. Forget I said that. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess we're going to say goodbye. So thanks again, Tommy. It's awesome. You're very welcome. It was um, a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes. All right. Um, the pleasure was all mine. And thank you all for listening, and uh, come back next Wednesday for a new episode um, of the Dark Art Society podcast. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Tommy. Bye, everybody. Bye.